0: The call on the ice stands. We got a goal! Wes McCauley
1: adding some drama to the call. <laughs> oh, Beauty, go.
0: <laughs> Again! I'm loving these kids. I want to
1: adopt them. How's that? I want to clean them up and raise them as my own. <laughs> oh, Beauty, go. On. what's up squid squad You're listening to the squid pod i'm dan morris this is my brother jeremy how's it going eh? welcome to episode 21 the peter forsberg episode right, Ooh, you yeah. gotta be excited about that i love it peter forsberg one of my favorite players of all time former colorado avalanche uh this is a very special episode this is our our final expansion draft preview episode the next one we do will be more of a review Protected list oh dropped Sunday morning, so we're recording Sunday night. And we, man, I've been on Cat Friendly's expansion draft simulator all day, just poking around, seeing what kind of teams we can make. What about you?
0: Oh my god, this it's it's been <laughs> so much fun today. Uh, I mean, this morning I got up and you know the uh, I, I had some French toast with the kiddo and the wife and uh, and I, I I I did my first expansion draft. It was so much fun to actually see. <sighs> the actual protected list and know that I was looking at the exact same list Ron Francis was looking at. Um, at the same time he was looking at it, you know what I mean? It gives you, the, mm-hmm. gives you the
1: tingles. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yes, I believe someone called it pants feelings.
0: Yeah. You know, you got, there's all <laughs> kinds of inappropriate words we could say, but, um, we'll try and keep it family friendly, but no, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was lots of fun to just kind of go through it for the first time. I'm going to do at least one or two a day. Um, I I got pulled away. We 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 did some some late spring cleaning and and took the kid to the park, which is probably good for me, you know, to not just yes, be
1: glued to that's a good point
0: to Twitter all day. But um, it's been it's been it's been fun to see the list, and uh, we got we got a lot to talk about. Let's uh, let's let's tell them how it works first. How about that one more time?
1: Yeah, all right. Let's go. Let's go through the rules a little bit. We won't go through the protected list because I mean they're too long and they're already out, so you yeah. don't need to really know the rules behind that. So we everybody's already protected it. their they their players so we have lists in front of us of who's available to the crack and a pick you can find those online the team account actually tweeted it out you can find it on their website so everyone has a list of teams they can select um the one thing that is important to note is that some guys that are available are pending free agents and there's two different types there's restricted free agents or rfas and unrestricted free agents or ufas so A pending RFA, restricted free agent, is a guy whose contract expires this year, uh, doesn't have a new contract for next year, but because of the rules of the NHL um, and you know the agreement with the players' association, after their rookie contract is over, they become a restricted free agent and they can't negotiate with any team in the league. They can only negotiate with their own team, um, unless their own team says, "Okay, yes, we we don't want to offer you anything." Then they. will then become an unrestricted free agent Uh, whereas pending ufas unrestricted free agents are free to sign with anybody so the kraken right now are the only team allowed to negotiate with them for the next few days Um, so if they were to come to an agreement with an unrestricted free agent uh, today tomorrow you know prior to the draft on wednesday then that player would become their selection in the expansion draft so like uh, let's quick example like Chris Dreiger the uh, mm-hmm. goaltender from Florida has already been reported to be in talks with Seattle so like if they agree to a contract with him he'll be the pick from Florida
0: exactly yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah if they're yeah if they're unrestricted that's exactly right like that's reported as one of Supposedly, we might already know who we're getting from Florida. But yeah, if they're unrestricted, we can make a deal with them. Um, if we don't by Wednesday, it's very unlikely we'll select them because then they'll just become, they can talk to everybody a week later. So it's yeah. like a waste of a pick. Restricted free agents, though, there is value if, even if you haven't struck a deal, uh, you know, in, in taking them, if you feel like you can, you know, put in a qualifying offer and get them for a year and, you know, show them a good time and try and keep them around. So um, restricted free agents definitely still have a lot of value if you want to, if you want to take a flyer on some of
1: those guys. That's right. Yeah, so any selected restricted reagents, they will still be a part of the team next year. You can you can pretty yes. much guarantee that. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, let's just get into cool. it. All yeah, right? dude. So, so this let's episode, do it we'll, let's just we're just going to go through every team one by one. We'll try not to spend too much time on on some of them. Uh I don't want to keep this too long, but we're going to go alphabetical. So, yeah let's let's see. With-
0: we just want to give you guys an idea of who who you might hear called uh at least in our opinion. Hopefully, we can get, you know, maybe about half of them Kind of right. So let's see if we can at least uh, I'm sure there'll be some twists and turns and some trades worked out that we don't know about because that is, oh, that's one last thing uh, oh, yes. I will wanted to note before we get into this is there's also, you know, every team is seeing these lists. They're released to everybody. And if, you know, uh, say, you know, Anaheim, we use an example as we're looking at, say they see that Philadelphia is leaving Jacob Voracek and James Van Rienzdyk Dyke in Philadelphia. They can say, hey, Seattle, if you take one of these guys, we will give you, you know, whoever you're going to take in addition to one other guy in a draft pick, you know. Um, to go grab that guy and trade him to us. So there's also, you know, I think Vegas had four defensemen that they ended up, they, they just flipped them. They just picked them and traded them to other teams and trades they had worked out. So in these two days, they can also negotiate with other teams for trades. So some of the names might, you know, maybe just like two or three, not too many, but a couple might immediately be announced that night that they're not actually on
1: the team. That's right. So try not to fall in love just quite yet. Cause wait, right. wait a few, some of them will wait a few hours. Close. Yes. <laughs> give, give it a day. It's a good yeah. thing jerseys aren't on sale yet. Honestly,
0: <laughs> I guess I really wish I had one, but uh, you know, at least well, now, since it. I want to get a player, I can wait at least like you know a week to make sure that they're going to be on the team to start the year. So That's anyway, right. let's jump into it. So who are the who who are the, the like the candidates behind the UCN?
1: Yeah. So uh, the Ducks. Well, the forwards they left Ryan Getzloff and Adam Henrique uh, available. Ryan Getzlaf's a pending unrestricted free agent. He's thirty six. I don't think he wants to go anywhere. I don't think anybody's interested in him. Yeah. Adam Henrique has come up a lot. Uh, I feel like as one of the like somewhat talented forwards available to the Kraken, uh, because it didn't Mm -hmm. seem like there'd be a lot of goal scoring, but looking at the available players for all the teams uh, for the 5.8 million that Adam Henrique's making right now, there's some much better options. So personally, I agree. He's not even on the table to me anymore.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. Henrik was an interesting name before, but now seeing the names available, I think he's at 5.8 mil uh, until 2024. I just don't think it's worth it for that cap hit. Um, Kevin Shattenkirk's name that int- that's interesting. He's just, you know, he's in his early 30s and he's a 3.9 hit. So that's another one that had I thought, had, you know, earlier before I saw the list, you know, I might've been more interested, but there's just, there seems to be much more quality out there. So I think I'd probably steer clear of Shattenkirk. Um the name that I ended up settling on my draft is Hayden Flurry. I really like Hayden Flurry. Uh, he's a he's a 25 year old uh, defenseman only making 1.3 mil, and you know he's a he's a solid defenseman back there. I also wouldn't be mad at Derek Grant or Sonny Milano up front. They're both a million and a half dollar players too for a couple of years. Um, Sonny Milano is 25. I'd obviously rather be much more interested in him. But um, what, what what do you think of those names?
1: Uh, yeah, that's kind of who I ended on too. Hayden Flurry or Sonny Milano. Uh, yeah. Milano's the young forward. You know, you might. Hope he turns into something, but I kind of think we we know what he is, and he's uh, a bottom six guy. Uh So I landed yeah. on Hayden Flurry as well. There's also the Ron Francis connection because so Ron Francis is the guy that drafted Hayden Flurry, yeah, I think fifth overall, uh, yeah, a couple years back. So
0: yeah, so yeah, and they only I, have one goalie goal available.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's uh that's probably what we're we're looking at with Anaheim. That's at least what we project. So I guess this podcast is projecting Hayden Flurry. We'll see if we're right there. Yeah, I guess, I guess um, so. Arizona uh, they so Arizona traded for Andrew Ladd they received three draft picks and they sent nothing back in return did you see this
1: that was an awesome I mean I I don't even want to call it a trade
0: (laughs) so Andrew Ladd is 35 years old making five and a half million dollars so they just took on salary and were paid draft picks to do it and that is not circumventing the cap, but if we take Carey Price and trade him back to Montreal and keep some <laughs> money for draft picks, that is circumventing the cap. So I was almost surprised the they nation.
1: weren't like forced to send a seventh rounder over to to the Islanders or something just to yeah. call it a trade. You know,
0: that seems that seems shocking that they're able to that they're able to yeah. to do that. I read the, I read somewhere online that the loophole is they can call it future considerations and then like those expire. So if they don't uh, send okay. anybody, so they can agree to not send anybody and let it expire. Which I was like, I guess that's the loophole, but. Either way, we don't need to get stuck on that. That's just kind of an Anyways, interesting story. Um, yeah. The name that I uh, there's there's not, uh, Arizona is not a whole lot to choose from. Um, yeah, it's one of those teams that uh, it just I, I kind of found it uh, a little a little dry. Anti rant is a a bit expensive, and you know, in it's 30s, so I would kind of steer clear of that. Um, and you know, they have Ilya Libutskin. Is that even how you? I mean, I, I'm sorry, Ilya. Yeah, you know, uh, the, the, the Labushkin, I knew that was, yeah. I knew I was butchering it. Labushkin, yeah. So he's, <laughs> you know, he's a name to keep an eye on. Um, he's a million dollar defenseman, 27 years old. He could be used for depth. Uh, Christian Fisher is, I think, who we both settled on. I don't know about you, but Christian Fisher is a, a younger forward up front that would be more, would probably bring more upside, more potential. That's who I ended up going with here from here. What about you?
1: Yeah, I did too. He's only a million dollar cap hit. He's 24. So you uh, could turn into something good. We had we yeah. have him for next year and then he'd be an RFA. So we could uh, negotiate yeah. exclusive negotiating rights for the years after that. I actually do like Lubushkin though. I don't know a ton about him, but he's a 27 year old right-handed defenseman, only a million dollars. And I looked at some of his advanced stats and he's actually played very well, like, like very good defense, okay. uh, but he's played on the third pair. So a lot of, not a lot of stiff competition. Is a problem. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, not yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's going to be a shutdown guy against the top line, but uh yeah. You know, you need a third pair guy. Uh and you like yeah. that right-handed you need, you need shot. Depth. So yeah. Those yeah. are
0: probably the names we're looking at there.
1: Those would be the two I I, I would be I'd be cool with either one of those.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh Boston, the yep. Bruins.
0: Uh Tugarask is on there, but he's a UFA, so don't, don't get excited, folks. He's already kind of said if it's not Boston, I'm gonna retire. And even though that might not be true, he's not coming to Seattle and trust me, folks, he's uh, at his age and the money he's going to require. We are probably better off. Um, we're talking about the UFA from Boston. It'll be Yaro Halak.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Taylor Hall or David Krejci are coming over either. They're also, uh, unrestricted agents. So in all
0: honesty, if it were goaltending depth, Yaro Halak would actually be the goal. You know, I I don't think it's happening either, but he'd be more likely than any of them. But I, uh, I I think we both settled on a defensive from here. There's up front, there's, you know, Chris Wagner and Curtis Lazar are both out there. Um, So those are, you know, those are cheap depth forward options that could fill out your fourth line. You know, they, like, I I wouldn't mind Chris Wagner or Curtis Lazar on the team. I wouldn't be mad at either of those picks, but I ended up going with uh, Jeremy Lazan. I like a, I like Jeremy Lazan. You know, he's less than a million bucks. He's 24 years old. And uh, I know I've, uh, I've heard, I've heard that Boston fans don't want to lose him. So that makes me, that makes me want him
1: yeah yeah uh, i like Lazon i also i took connor clifton in mine um i could yeah. be persuaded into Lazon or even uh jacob Zaborro either another defense another defenseman yeah they all they all played in the ahl with jay leach so our, our new assistant coach in charge of defense so i, I just i feel like we got to go defense from boston one of those three guys could be any of them they're all pretty young cheap uh and you know they know our assistant coach uh one yeah. other forward though I just want to mention is Andre Kasha. He's a pending mm-hmm. restricted free agent. He's been, dealt with a lot of injuries. Uh I think maybe concussions, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh yeah, you but, are
0: correct. Yeah, yeah. But right? he has high so, upside.
1: But he's really high upside if he's healthy. So very um, talented yeah, player. That really depends on what what his medical situation looks like. But that would yeah that would be a forward I'm interested in because I do like the upside place. But no, I, I agree that it's gonna be a defenseman and I think it's one of the three Clifton, Azone, or Zaboral.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with you there, but Kate. Yeah, Kasha is an interesting name that uh, that would. Yeah, if we if we struck a deal with him, he could he could definitely, you know, he could be the William Carlson. He could he could go, go surprise yeah. some people.
1: Mm. Oh Buffalo God, Sabres. Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo,
0: I Buffalo! I saw the report. Jeff Skinner did waive his no move clause, so if we want to take Jeff Skinner for nine million dollars a year till twenty twenty seven, he's there. Um, not interested in that though.
1: No. <laughs> uh there's really not much you want from buffalo kyle like no. for six million dollars no. no i mean honestly i took a pending unrestricted free agent and i figured they'd just let him walk and just not even have somebody from buffalo
0: <laughs> yeah even zemgis gregor is a 2.2 2 still for a couple of years i don't even think you want to deal with that you know yeah um you could find that same 2. player 2 for, seems like know, too much for him like yeah um you know, if you want to take, uh, there's William Borgan. He's 24 year old, restricted free agent. We can take him, take a flyer on him for a year, and he could even, you know, be depth, be in the, be in starting the, starting the Charlotte, go play for the Checkers yep. to start the year. Or you know, if we want to try and snatch goalie depth here, you know, if we do end up going with, you know, we most likely will probably go with, I would least think four goalies at least, you know. So, um, yep. Dustin Dikarski, uh Michael Hauser, just for goaltending depth. But yeah, not not a lot for, not a lot coming here from Buffalo. So. Nah. don't get too excited about whatever name you're coming from, Buffalo folks.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> if you watch any Buffalo hockey this year, I'm sure you already weren't. Okay, let's move on yeah. to another more exciting team: Calgary Gregory Flames. Interesting. Yes, yes. Mark Giordano people, is, is the big name. That's and that's
0: what everyone says. Like he's 37, but he still plays. He's he still, still plays can. a really strong game. And Mark Giordano isn't he their captain?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's been their, their captain, captain for a few years. Defenseman. 6.75 million dollar cap hit only through one only one more year left on the deal too so yeah I really like it that seems like, like you don't a, want a guy that you're saddled with for a long time if you pay in the big cap hit I think
0: yeah it seems like the obvious choice here is Giordano and for another thing is he seems like a very I would say a, a very likely flip candidate um yes like I wouldn't bat it off if he was on our team you know he'd be an assistant captain and you know like he would be like probably the locker room leader year one so I would definitely be pumped to have Mark Giordano play for us next year but if we do draft him, I wouldn't get too attached because there may be a team that's, you know, thinking they're a defenseman away from lifting the Stanley Cup right now that would be willing to give up some pretty good assets for Mark Giordano. So um, yeah. as a new franchise, we need lots of assets. We need to, you know, build our draft picks. We need to fill up the farm system. So I think it's going to be Giordano. Uh, I don't think it'll be Milan Lucic, who has also waived. his no-movement clause. Um, <laughs> no. And would be a fun player to have, don't get me wrong. Like, he would be a fun <laughs> guy. But... Uh, He's five point two cap, but he's a little a little expensive for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's overpaid. Uh I think the pick is Mark Giordano and I don't think he makes it to the end of the year. I think he could make it to the start of the year and even be a trade deadline flip to yeah. to one yeah. of those contending teams looking for a D man. Yeah. He could be
0: a guy where it's like even if your team's doing good, you're just like, We're it's our first year and like we're yeah, he could he could definitely be be one of those guys. So uh yeah, I think we're in agreement here. Mark Giordano is I guess one of the you know he might be the most likely pick. Brett Ritchie is also a low cost forward if they don't want to take the cap hit that uh, that I would keep an eye on. If they decide like eh, even for one year, we don't really want to spend seven million dollars on this guy who's probably going to play with us for half a season, or we don't think we can work out a deal. Brett Ritchie's probably the the cheap option. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be Mark Tardano too.
1: Yeah, I also think Oliver Killington's a name to keep an eye on too. He's a twenty four year old defenseman pending RFA, so he's cheap. They just work out a little a short deal That's true. with him. Um, yeah. You know, so depending on if they decide to spend money elsewhere during the draft and they just don't have the money for Mark Giordano right away, then, yeah. you know, it could be that. But yeah, I just feel like you can get enough assets for Giordano later, even if you, like, for sure, you're just from flipping him. So yeah, agreed. He's my pick. Cool. Moving
0: on. Carolina, baby. Ron Francis' oh, old
1: team. This is a fun one. Ron Francis' old team. I still think there could be a side deal in here somewhere. So we both actually God landed Bean. on the same one too, right? Jake Bean? Jake Bean.
0: Dude, I love Jake Bean. Yeah. I love Jake Bean. I saw him play one time uh, when he was, I think he was playing for the Hitman. Uh, and there's just like, me and you have been to enough games where it's like, you know, when you go to junior hockey, like I'm not a scout or anything, but there's sometimes you see a guy. Like, I remember when I saw Matt Barzell, I told kept telling you, like, dude, he should be picked in the top five. Like he's like it's like he's like he's so much better than everybody at that level. It's it's ridiculous. And then he like slipped so far, I was like shocked. He went to 16. I was like, man, that's crazy to me. I feel like he would at least be top 10. I guess that I'm not a scout. I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm obviously a homer from for a Thunderbird perspective. But I yeah. thought the same thing with Shea Theodore. I remember like when I'd watched him play. Just so much better than everybody, and I felt like like one game, like I saw Jake Bean play once, but just his size and skating ability, and just the way he saw the ice, and I just felt like, yeah, just the way the game seemed to just be so slow for him, and how hard, how hard he shot the puck. Just he just seemed like he was like a step above everybody when he was nineteen years old, so or eighteen years old, however old. So, I uh, I'm a big Jake Bean fan. Uh, what are some other names here though, Dan, that you might think come from Carolina?
1: Uh, well. Nino Niederreiter is kind of the surprise that was left unprotected, I think. He's a forward, yeah. he's 28 years old. He does have his cap hits a bit steep at 5.25 million. Uh mm-hmm. but he's one more year. He's though. He's, pre- he's performed really well for them though, you know? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many how many goals I feel like he had, he was a twenty goal scorer with with Carolina. So uh yeah, yeah Nino definitely. Nino Niederrider is a name that I honestly wouldn't be shocked to see the pick, but yeah. Jake Bean just sure looks like a guy that you could build your blue line of the future around who at yeah. the same time can come play on your, on your second, third pair right now. So to me, Jake Bean's the pick. Nito Niederreiter did score 20 goals last year. Now that I finally found that. So yeah.
0: Um, that's a short just, season too.
1: Yeah. And then if you want to go forward, uh, but cheap, Morgan Geeky's available too. He's only 22.
0: Yes. Yes, dude. Yeah,
1: that's another young guy with a lot of upside who hasn't just hasn't had yes. a lot of time to showcase yes. himself in the NHL. But uh, yeah, Morgan Geeky, a name to keep an eye on if they're looking cheap. So we you can kind of go cheap or uh, on the more expensive side in Carolina. Yeah,
0: it, it'll be interesting to see what 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 happens here and how how it goes down because you know there's also I mean Dougie Hamilton's an unrestricted free agent and if he it's true you know. It's not, it's kind of a long shot, but he's also, you know, I've heard people say like, Hey, Seattle has a time and Ron Francis does have a connection. Like it's not out of the question. I would think we would at least give a phone call to Dougie Hamilton's people. And if they work out a deal, then that could also be the pick from Carolina in itself as if somehow we surprise people and we signed Dougie Hamilton. Um, yeah, I don't think that's probably very likely, but it is, it is something where like, if it happens, like he would probably be the player that would like be there. Cause they said a couple players are going to be in town. He would be one yeah. that like was signed in a Jersey and people would like, he would be like an exciting reveal, you know? So. uh, yeah. uh I would buy I a Dougie Hamilton like,
1: jersey immediately.
0: Yeah, dude. Like, cause we'd be signing him to obviously a long-term contract. So like yeah, Carolina is a very exciting team to see because again, like I think we're both pretty high on Jake Bean. Like I've, I've already convinced myself he's going to be our Shea Theodore. Like I even saw, saw somebody tweet out, like they had similar, like analytics, like for their, yep. for their start of their careers.
1: And, that's like, uh, Brian, you know, Brian Bader. You can follow him on Twitter, okay. like Brian Bader. He does a lot of hockey prospect stuff. He's really good. Good follow. Nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Cause I saw him tweet that out and I was like, yeah, dude, I like, that's like kind of the, like that's who he reminded me of when I saw him play junior. So um, I would be very excited to see him come here and get a chance to, you know, maybe be on the top power play unit and play on the first or second pair and, you know, even, you know, just, just sort of work, work his way up. So uh, Jake means an exciting name. There's also some, yeah, Morgan geeky play for the Tri-C Americans too. So obviously that would be a fun Northwest connection.
1: Yep. Uh, Oh, one last thing about Dougie Hamilton. So if you've never heard of it, there's a site called evolvinghockey.com. They do a lot of advanced analytics, but they also do contract projections Uh, and they're projecting Dougie Hamilton gets a seven year, eight and a half million dollar per year deal, which is (laughs) very large in hockey. So Brace yourselves! If it's Dougie Hamilton, like that's that's the big contract. You're probably not getting Mark Giordano. That's your big prize, Sugi Hamilton. That's your big prize. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, moving on. Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Uh, I think. uh, (sighs) Did you take a goalie from here? No, I thought about it though. So Malcolm Subban's available. Younger brother of PK Subban. He actually played for Vegas in year one. Yep. He was, He got a few games, and I think he was their AHL goalie. But they had a bunch of goalie injuries. They we went through like right five away, goalies yeah. once. So yeah. he got some time. Uh, he's only twenty-seven. He's cheap. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be mad about Malcolm Subban. I landed on defenseman Nikita Zadorov. He's a restricted free agent. I think he was a bit of a surprise uh, to be left left unprotected. I think a lot of people had him protected and Riley Stillman available. So yeah um, I'm interested in him I don't know a ton he's he, he seems like a very capable NHL defenseman
0: I uh you know I think I I went back to my Canuck roots for this pick I actually selected Adam
1: Gaudet yeah I I knew you would <laughs>
0: dude I like I Adam Gaudet
1: man yeah I like I Adam
0: Gaudet I think he can I think Adam Gaudet can be can be a goal scorer I think he's got it in him uh you know, I, I just you know we watched a lot of Canucks games, so I've seen him play probably a couple more than a lot of the guys on the Blackhawks. But uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, I think Adam Gaudet was a good pick. I think he kind of got the raw end of a deal, and he just kind of it didn't work out with him in Vancouver for you know about multiple multiple reasons. But um, I think he's got high upside. He's a restricted free agent making nine hundred fifty thousand. He'd be cheap to sign for a year or two and a low risk, high upside option.
1: Yep, yeah. yeah. So so with Chicago, we got you got a forward, a defenseman, and a goaltender. I could see it being any one yeah. of those. None of them yeah, are too could expensive, it, either. I can
0: see it being Colin Delia. It could be either goaltender, honestly.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like both
0: goaltenders are about the same price and the same age. Like so, I could see either goaltender coming. Um, if it is a defenseman, I expect he has the door off. Um, and if it's a forward, I expect it to be godette,
1: Yeah, I would agree. Um, I don't like whoever it is, though. You're, you're not going to see a cap hit above like three million, like. If it's Gaudet or a goalie, it's under a million. Zadorov's probably to yeah. come in around three million at most. Exactly,
0: exactly. So it depends on how much you like Zadorov, honestly, and if you want to, yeah. he'd, he'd have to be part of your top four, you know. So it depends on how yeah. they want to frame their team, and that's what they're working at right now. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, big, big presence, if there were to be a big surprise here, you yeah. know, Gabriel Landeskog is is unprotected by the Avalanche, meaning. Colorado is trusting that we will not work out a deal with him in the next two days, which I would agree with the Avalanche. We will not work out a deal with Gabriel Landeskog, but it is, you know, as people do in a podcast, it is fun to know that, like, hey, it's not zero percent.
1: Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, it's not zero. It's a non-zero. You're chance. saying
0: there's a chance. <laughs>
1: So I've actually—it sounds like the contract talks between the Avalanche and Landeskog are like really far off. Like they're in the five that, to six range, and he wants like nine to ten.
0: And really like we, we we we're not we're not going to give him nine to ten either. But like the fact yeah. that they're off makes the fact that an expansion draft is happening and they're just letting us talk to him, like that's mm-hmm. something of note, you know, because that yeah. also, you know, opens up the possibility of a sign and trade, right? or is that circumventing the uh, yeah, I don't yes, know what it, that, but in theory couldn't people like you know I don't know I don't,
1: I, yeah I don't know why he would want to do that um, yeah, the that reason the reason, reason sense, yeah. do that for for the the abs is that they have the 8 year rule where if you resign with your own team you can sign for yeah, 8 yeah. years but yeah, not yeah. with another team but
0: now nah, that's not going to happen no yeah. no I was trying to think, um, how it would work in the
1: expansion draft but it won't yeah. work so Landis anyway, talks, it's non-zero I don't believe it's going to happen
0: me neither. Me neither. Ultimately, yeah. but it's fun to. We have to bring it up because,
1: because he's the other guy
0: that he was like. If he yeah. came out in a jersey, like I would just be like, Oh my god! Like, order me my stock jersey right now! Like, yeah, we were number one, number
1: one center, like right there. Yeah, like, like you would just be yeah. set
0: with number one center for a few years. Like, that's pretty awesome. But again, don't expect it, folks. But you can get excited about it if you want the next couple of days because you know what? You Why can, not? We can dream all we want about anything <laughs> we want. I'm not gonna. I'm not going poo poo on anyone's parade. But ultimately, I took. Uh, I took Jonas Donskoy in uh, in my mock. Who did you take?
1: Yeah, I did the same. It, to me, it's between him and JT Comfer. Yep. Uh, I think Donskoy is uh, – I, th- I just think he's a better player. Uh, Comfer is a bit younger, slightly mm-hmm. cheaper. They're both signed through 2023 for three and a half million, three point nine million. So,
0: $3.9 Yep, pretty comfortable.
1: Very, very similar players. Both play wing. Uh, I just think Donskoy has a bit higher upside, a bit more goal-scoring ability.
0: Yep. On defense, they do have Eric Johnson waved his no move clause. He makes six millionaires, right. thirty-three. His game's kind of uh, you know, gone a little backwards. So he's, you know, not somebody that you would think would be very interesting. But you know, he could be a flip candidate for somebody like uh like you know, Edmund- Edmonton took on Duncan Keith. You know, a lot of these guys, you yeah. know, sometimes these these defensemen in their mid thirties, they change scenery and they kind of have a little bit of a resurgence. So uh I don't you know, think it's he's not- bad
1: either. I think he's just he's just been hurt for like two years, you know.
0: Yeah, that's true. He's been he's been he's been a little injury prone, injury plague. So you yeah. know he's he's a name that you know. Hey, maybe Ron Francis. Maybe looking at his health records and they think the same. Maybe they think hey, hey, it's he's been a a bad run, but he's a he's a top pair defenseman. So he's probably unlikely. You know, at that price, with what's available, but you know it is it is something to keep an eye on. Um, For sure, especially with again with possible possible trades coming from a couple teams.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's go to Columbus. We have another yeah. unexpected forward availability here. Max That's been Domi is unprotected. He's uh, he's their center. He's 26 years old, $5.3 million cap hit for another year. Uh, and he's pretty good. <laughs> I'm all in.
0: I'm all in on Max yeah. Domi. Like he'd be, he'd be, a, he'd be our first or second line center the first year. And we, we need that, you know, like Mm-hmm. I would, you know, it's we, in the very first team we talked about was Adam Henrique. Like the, one of the reasons he was out there was we didn't think a player like Max Domi would be available, but he is. So like, yep. Yeah. I think, I think, I think he becomes in my mind, almost, almost the obvious choice here. Like I just think trying to find scoring depth at the center position, like there it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you and look is- at the rest of the roster, there's nobody else on Columbus that I get excited about. Like exactly. B- before it was Max Domi, I had like Dean Kukin, the defenseman, who's mm-hmm. pretty cheap. Uh, yeah, you know, was a right-handed shot defenseman, so like it's just kind of settling for him. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I take Max Domi too. And honestly, Max Domi could be another trade candidate.
0: Yeah, he could be a good. He feels like as
1: good. I thought it was going to be a defense-heavy expansion draft, and it feels more forward-heavy. Yeah. Maybe they take Max Domi and try to flip him. He's got yeah. one year left on his deal.
0: It it is interesting. Like we, yeah, it's. Vegas, we we kind of assumed just because what Vegas had available to them that we would be like, well, we should be heavy on D, but it looks like just based off of what's available to us, we might actually have four depth to turn around and trade right away, which is, you know, also well, nice because we unexpected. can kind of stock our top two. Yeah, we might be actually yeah. able to score more, a little more goals than we expected. And, uh, you know, it also makes me feel good about having a defensive minded coach, you know. Yeah, if guys, come in already. Already comfortable scoring goals, and knowing how to do that. Then that would be nice to you know just make sure they're playing defense, and it could all, you know. Well, anyway, Max Domi, I think I agree. I think I think Max Domi is the guy we take here, and uh, and he's a, he's he's a Jersey candidate for sure to to buy. Yeah, there you go. All right, but, but could be traded, so don't. Maybe not a Jersey candidate, Isn't, but yeah, I would yeah, want to be raining jersey. on the
1: parade. But it does still feel like he's the he's the pick. Yeah.
0: So Dallas. Dallas also, uh, they, we all were thinking we were going to get Dobby, Anton Kudobin, but they protected him because they can, they convinced Ben Bishop to waive his no move clause. So Ben Bishop is now available.
1: Yep, and then they. I, I also. I. I honestly didn't want Dobby because I didn't want the thirty-five-year-old goalie. I. It's just a little bit concerning to me. <laughs> Do you want uh, the thirty-four-year-old <laughs> one then? <laughs> ben Bishop's younger than Anton Kudobin. Now that's like, he's thirty-four, <laughs> it's wild to me. But like you know, I just seemed like Ben Bishop's. He's been around so much longer in the NHL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Jason Dickinson was the guy that I used to have my mind on, uh, my eye on, and he got yep. traded to Vancouver in the the final day before the roster freeze. So looking yep. at the Dallas Stars roster. I don't want like any of these guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is this yeah. is one of the, the lesser ones that I I've, yeah. I've looked at. So, you know, I honestly when I did a mock draft, I picked uh Justin Dowling, pending unrestricted free agent forward that I would have no intention of re signing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I uh who did I take here? Yeah, Dallas Man. Doesn't doesn't get me excited. I think I took Andre Sacara. I ended up thinking like, eh, you know, yeah. it's somebody that I might be able to trade somewhere else. You know,
1: yeah, he might be able to play third pair minutes too, and he's only one point five million for us, and 3, he's for one more year. year. So for I just figured, you
0: know, I figured like if nothing else, flip candidate depth. You know, he could be a healthy mm-hmm. scratch more than most nights. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but yes, that's what we're looking at. Unless you are convinced then Bishop is going to return and not get injured anymore and be the Ben Bishop of old and somehow he can convince Ron Francis of that, then go ahead and grab him. But I'd prefer if they, they did it.
1: Yeah. Sam, I don't want to spend 5 million on what I expect to be a backup. Goalkeeper. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, Jamie Alexiak's an industry free agent that they could work out a deal with. He's not overly expensive and he's not, you know, you know, if they want to, you know, he could if if they can get him at a, at a fair price. Jamie Oleksiak is, you know, he's a decent player that might come for cheap enough to where you know that could be something where that they could work out. Um, but yeah, if you're really looking Let's for someone list.
1: from the stars, there you go.
0: Yeah, Detroit. Yes, we had old Tiber Calvin Picard, Calvin Pickard on the bench.
1: Yeah, he was a he was an expansion pick in Vegas, wasn't he? I believe he was like uh, actually a, a choice.
0: I think he was i think he was colorado colorado yeah yeah. i think so yeah but detroit detroit i think i ended up going with uh, the old connect troy stetcher in mine
1: yeah i did too yeah yeah which would be fun
0: we're all we love troy stetcher
1: you get the the troy stetcher revenge tour he get to play against detroit a bunch he'd probably do a tyler to and score every time he plays against them you know yeah (laughs) Oh yeah, uh, I mean, but he's convert? only twenty seven, he's cheap, He's one point yeah. seven million dollar cap it. You can play on the right yeah. side. Uh yeah. Yeah, I like Troy Setter here.
0: Yeah. Vladislav's Namasteka uh not a snake, not a nemestikov. 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 God dude. Like yeah.
1: <laughs> Get it Oof. together. Oof. Yeah. He uh
0: he's only two million dollars for for a year or two, and he you know, he might he might give you something, or he might be a trade candidate. So Detroit's another team that's been struggling. So obviously you didn't expect yeah. much to come from them. So if they like Tristet, sure enough they'll take him. If not, they'll probably look for someone to flip. Um, that's uh, kind of what I expect. The
1: one other forward I want to talk about is Evgeny Sveshnikov. He's the younger yes. brother of Andrei Sveshnikov, so he's a pending yes. RFA. Uh, so he'd be cheap. He's young. You're looking. That, that, that's, an up, that's an upside pick. That's a guy that's going to play in the AHL yeah. all like all year next year. Like he's yeah, he's that's probably, probably a good pick that you need. Yeah, so.
0: You need some, you need the like, like, I think like upside is the way to go in a lot of these picks. That's actually, that's, that's actually a pretty good call because like, you know, you got to take flyers on a lot of guys. They're not all going to work out, but you need as many that have that upside as you can because if a couple hit like Vegas did, then, you know, you're going to right away, you know, be really competitive and be able to attract other good players to want to come play here.
1: They do need to build out an AHL team as well as an NHL team too. You know, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: You can't, you're not going to fill out a complete NHL roster here. You got to stock the farm. So.
1: Yeah, um, so it's Troy Stecher or Evgeny Sveshnikov are the two that I'm I'm landed on here.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Okay, uh, more likely than Nemesnikov.
1: All right, what's next? Um, Edmonton. Edmonton, baby. The Oilers.
0: You want number Oilers. nineteen, Mikko Koskinen, the goalie. Number nineteen, the goalie.
1: Ew, you can't wear nineteen as a goalie. <laughs> I know, Already terrible. Out. I hate. Already that. out on Mikko Koskinen. Okay. Out no, of has got two. High, he's too high of a cap hit, too. He's, By the way, he's not, he's not a. 4.5 million
0: dollar player oh yeah no i was just wanted to bring that up because we, we <laughs> hate the number 19 for the goalie uh shout out to ethan bear for getting, for getting himself protected and being important enough to the oilers organization i yeah. love that i love that after all the all the shit he had to deal with at the end of the year with people being assholes to him online and like mm-hmm. dude ethan bear is a seattle legend man he's part of the Doug championship team so we love ethan bear oh, on this yeah. pod and uh
1: we love i'll him. get to
0: hopefully he's playing when they play in Everett. i gotta take the ever ones hopefully we'll uh, we'll get to see him up in everett that'd be awesome but anyway, uh, so Ethan Bear is not available, which uh, is not not a shock. But also, I just want to point out that's pretty cool that uh, that he's protected, that he's that valuable side of that team. Um, I think I actually ended up going with uh, with the depth forward here in Devon Shore. I think I avoided because they have some defensemen that are interesting. You know, they got, but they're just they just seem a little too expensive for me. It's Edmonton's defensemen. It's Tyson Berry, Chris Russell, Oscar Clefbaum. Uh, yeah,
1: clefbaum has been dealing with injuries a lot lately too. You don't know what his his health status is.
0: Yeah, so it's like you know, none of those names really excite me that much. Kyle Turris is, I guess, cheap for one year as a depth center. Um, so Kyle Turris was a name I considered taking sure. here because he could, he could play on your fourth line. If there's injuries, he can step up and play up. He can, he can play power play minutes, you know, and he could, he can get hot every now and then and score a few goals. So like Kyle Turris is, you know, at that price, I don't think, I don't think that's, you know, terrible for one year to, you know, you, you're going to want some veterans. You're going to want some guys in their thirties in the locker room. You're not going to want, Full of young guys, so uh could be him. I ended up uh, settling on Devon Shore though. what about you?
1: uh I also ended on devin shore he's he's the upside pick from from Edmonton. I don't think there's many established guys you're gonna get from here, so you yeah. you look for you look for upside um they're very to me that to me, so. me they're young cheap Devon Shore. I do want to point out the name uh Juhar Kyra, former everett Silvertip, yeah. Uh, I believe he got like a lot of penalty kill for him last year and played decent. So he's a pending RFA. He's 26 years old. He's, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate to see him, him come around. Um, yeah, he'd but... be fun. He'd
0: be fun to have. His brother yeah. played for the T-Birds too, and he got to yeah, trade
1: yeah. They both came trade away, away. But
0: yeah, yeah. Savon yeah. Kyra. So they, uh, yeah. I mean, like Jujar Kyra would be a fun. He would be a fun pick. You know, he yeah. would be honestly. He'd be a jersey candidate too, as long as I'd have to wait to make sure he's going to get traded. but I mean, he would be. Yeah, he'd be a fun jersey to have.
1: Yeah, so nothing, to, nothing to like super exciting from Edmonton, but uh, yeah, some there's some cheap options available here.
0: Yeah, Florida is cool. interesting because we we think this is the one team we've seen reported. We think we know what we're gonna get.
1: Yeah, yeah, like this is the only one there's been a report out. I forget who it was. I think it was Pierre LeBrun said yeah, that that's uh, he expects Chris Dreiger to sign with Seattle and be the pick from Florida. Goaltender. I think I
0: even saw three years, three and a half million. I think we even already have really, like terms. They even have like, numbers. Oh, wow! I feel like I saw that somewhere, or no, I think that's what one of them reported. I think that's what he was asking or seeking, or that was okay. it was in that range or something. But I feel like I've seen those numbers somewhere, which is uh, which is crazy because we're not allowed to talk to him, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are now, but yeah, we weren't when the when that, yeah, yeah, out. yeah.
0: Anyway, you know, I could be I could be talking out of my ass, but we'll see how close it is. But apparently. Uh, Dreiger is the guy we want. Uh, apparently Dreiger is open to coming here because obviously it's an expansion team and we need a starting goalie. And if we, we want to make him the starting goalie, the only, I guess, question mark with Dreiger is I guess a small, small sample size. Um, yeah. he doesn't have a whole lot of NHL minutes yet, which makes people I've seen maybe a little nervous, but to me, you know, I, I think if you want to make him the number one guy, and if you, if it is, you know, kind of, you know, less than four mil for a few years, you're going to have other goaltending depth in this draft. You're not just going to take Dreiser. You're most likely going to have a tandem. And even if he's playing a little more than the other guy, like if he starts to falter, I won't be worried. Cause I feel like one thing we won't lack is goaltending depth, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're going to come out of this with a goaltending tandem and he's a perfect uh, tandem guy yeah um, he doesn't sound like he's gonna be too expensive he, last year he's playing with florida with sergey Bobrovsky, who's on like you know an immovable 10 million dollar <laughs> yeah. a year contract yeah and then they also have spencer knight who's like a stud young first round yeah. draft pick so there's just no room for him there
0: yeah. uh
1: so you know he's definitely looking for a place where he has a chance to start and seattle can definitely give him a chance to start so yeah you know, i'm in so on I that think... yeah I, I don't even know if we need to talk about anybody else here
0: yeah, I mean, I guess if 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 those reports are wrong, um, you know, Radko Cogudis, the old silver tip, would be a name to look out for on defense. Yeah. Um, Noel Achari up front, uh, Frank Vetrano, probably probably Noel Achari just for the price. But um, it's it's gonna be Dreiger, it sounds like, which is pretty cool, honestly. Like I we're I mean, yeah, dude, it's awesome to be a part of this. Like we're having leaks and like the insiders talking about our city and talking about our team. And like I think we know Dreiger's one of our goalies. And you know, one thing I will say is like no matter who it is, I don't care, but I'm not going to be anything but excited about the first players on our roster. I don't care how it worked on their yeah. previous team. If anything we've learned from Vegas is like, look at Jonathan Marchessault, William Carlson, like Alex Tuck. It really doesn't matter what happened on your previous team or how long you played on their AHL system. Like this is a new team and it's like a new energy. So like it's new minutes for everybody. You guys are going to play power play mm-hmm. minutes that they never had before. And you get confident when you're on the ice and the whole game changes. So anyway, little rant there, but, uh, I'm not going to get down on anybody we pick. So Dreiger, Dreiger my gag.
1: Yep. I'm in. Dreiger sounds great. Um, we're sold on that one. We're okay. sold on
0: that one. Yeah. Uh, Kings. Los Angeles.
1: Yes. Who do you have? I feel like you have stronger opinions on this one than me.
0: So on this one, I just, there's a guy that I, there's another guy that I like. I think I kind of like Jake B and I just really like, uh, I really like Austin Wagner. I don't know how the team feels about him. I know Curtis McDermott is sitting there at less than a million for a year for a young defenseman. That's like, you know, Probably a pretty good choice for this pick. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate that one. Um, But Austin Wagner, man, he's just like his combination of size and speed. He's 24. He's only making a 1.1. He signed for two more years. I think he has huge upside. I think Austin Wagner has huge upside. I think, it's a low risk, high reward play, which is the common thing you're going to hear and the common thing we're we're really looking for in this draft. And I just think he's a he's NHL ready. He's been getting HL minutes in LA the last couple of years. LA is stocked with prospects, so they're not going to be able to protect them all. And he's just a victim of that. Um, they have a lot of young, up and coming players, and I just I think very highly of him. I saw him play when he was on Regina against uh, Seattle when they were in the finals. I went, you know, watched all those games, and he. He just jumped out at me. He just, when he was on the ice, like you just, you knew when he was on the ice, he was, he's, 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 I feel like he's every bit as fast as Matthew Barzell.
1: Ooh, high praise. Well, like fastest that. man in the NHL, right? Yeah, that's right. That's Two years man. running because there was no skills competition last year. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, so I...
0: Austin Wagner is my guy on this, is, is my guy that, uh, that, I, that I am hoping that the Kraken take and would be another Jersey candidate for me because uh, I'm, a, I'm a Wagner fan.
1: I can get on board with that. I took Blake Lizotte, um, another young forward, very similar yeah. to Austin Wagner, I guess. He's 23. Yeah. You know, he's uh, he, he's got one one less year of term than Austin Wagner does. So, you don't have to hold As long. Uh, yeah, he can play on the penalty kill. Not bad defensively. Doesn't provide much offense. But uh, mm-hmm. upside pick. I feel like we got an upside pick here. I don't think we're going to take Jonathan Quick, who is available. Nope. He's available. We true. need to bring that up because yep.
0: at 35, he could be a mini Andre Fleury. He's only sent for two more years. So he's not like some of the other like carry price contract. Yeah, he's, true. he's two years, which is like two years at 5.8 mil. I like would be like a little surprised and disappointed because like, I think we both agree. There's so many young high upside picks from LA that you've, mm-hmm. you're taking Jonathan quick. We better be getting traded somebody, you know, or if, you know, like, I don't know, they better be forcing us on him, but um, forcing him on us. But anyway, yeah, I think we both like the the young the young picks here, and probably yeah. not Jonathan Quick.
1: Oh, one more upside pick—you got to throw out an, uh, Austin Strand, well the former. T-Bird. Oh, dude, Austin Strand. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that cheaper championship team, he's available. So yeah, you know, so Austin Strand. I don't think Strand he's the pick, has, but he could be. <laughs> he just holds that over Wagner in the locker room, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I I wonder if that ever comes up. I mean, it had to come up at least once. had to. Um,
0: Anyway, moving on. Minnesota Wild. So this team shifted everything because we were all hoping for Matt Dumba. We were all Mm -hmm. Matt Dumba, Matt Dumba, Matt Dumba. But Minnesota solved their whole no-movement clause problems by buying out the contracts of Zach Parise and Ryan Sutter, who signed matching 13-year contracts, I don't know, what, nine years ago or so? They had like four years left. Yeah. Um, And then on the same day, bought them both out. Absolutely crazy. It was pretty wild in Minnesota, so now the names have totally changed there It becomes a, a goalie candidate for us to get a goalie uh yep. Kakinen is the guy they ended up leaving available so he is twenty four signed for one more year um has played well when he's played in very limited minutes, but he's a young guy so uh I like Kakinen, and that is who i ended up uh who I ended up taking in my draft who uh who are the candidates and who did you take
1: uh so you we we did lose Matt Dumba, but uh, Carson Susi's on plays defense, and he's he's pretty good. Uh, I think he's a capable like bottom pair guy. Uh, not not too expensive, he might but uh, two point seven five mil might be more than you want to pay for like that bottom pair guy. Um, yeah, I could also see goaltender coming from here too. Like th- those those are the two where I'm really landing. It depends on what you're doing with your other goalie, right? Because Capo Kakanen, I don't think you want to be as like part of a tandem, but as mm-hmm. a backup to a legit number one goalie, I think he's, he's a great fit, you know, it's 24, lots of upside mm-hmm. there. So like with Dreiser, I, I'm not super comfortable having Dreiser and Kakanen split time. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of the reason I landed on Carson Susie.
0: Yeah. I think, I think I looked at cap at, uh, at, at Kakanen as kind of my, my third goalie where he's almost, you know, he's pushing yeah. the the guys minutes and, you know, it might be a little upsetting for him if he maybe starts in the AHL to start the year, but uh, mm. you know, I'd rather have three NHL ready goalies, especially with what happened in Vegas. They, they had to bring up their AHL goalies right yeah. away. So, yeah. uh, you know, goalie, it's a tough position to play. So yeah, That's I think, uh, I still think, I still think you're, I think you and I are have probably have the two most likely candidates Carson Susie at under $3 million for two years for the level of hockey he plays at his age. Yes. He's, he's every bit worth it as is uh, a couple and, and um, you know, Nick Bukestad at 2 million yeah. for a year isn't terrible. He's um, the only
1: forward I'd really consider out of this.
0: Yeah, Victor Ask is a little, he's twice as much. He's four million. I don't think he's worth that. But uh yeah. But Nick Bukestad is worth two million dollars for a year.
1: Yeah, I agree there.
0: We got another man, it's so fun to like pull up every team and be like, well, we got an interesting one here because holy crap, <laughs> it's been a wild like news weekend and like the stuff has been breaking. So as we get to Montreal, like, yeah. Carey Price, Carey, like, it had, Jake Allen was a very common, the Kraken should take Jake Allen from Montreal, and they decided, you know what, we're going to, we're going to, like, in a game of poker, we're going to go all in and say Seattle doesn't have any cards, and they're not going to take, they're not going to take Carey Price's contract.
1: So, Carey Price is, like, he's he's widely considered as, like, has been one of the best goalies of the last decade, Right. Like of, uh, in the world, like yeah, for in the like world. the last ten years, yes. So good. we got to see him. That. We got to see him play in Tri Cities for the Americans back when he played in the WHL, and he's always been really, really good. Yeah, it was, it was boring. Um, Losing two you know, it's to one to the Americans. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy because uh, the deadline to waive the new move clause was Friday, and we didn't hear about him actually waiving it until yesterday. So, it took, yeah, Saturday I'm kind of surprised that didn't come out earlier. But yeah, a lot of talk about Carey Price. He's yeah, so really Price. good. He's also overpaid, I think.
0: I mean, he's a goalie, and so he's making ten and a half million dollars for five more years, and he's 33 right now. Yeah, now, goalies can last till they're like, you know, he could, he could still, in theory, be you know, be effective. He could be the Marc Andre Fleury, and he could go in another Vezina, and he could go lead us, and he could be that good and worth all that money. The problem is, there's also now been reports coming out about his hip, his knee. He's seeing a specialist, so he's getting himself checked out, which obviously does show, though, that, you know, Seattle wants to know his health, too. You can't tell me that he's not just getting himself checked out, like, right now, like, during all of this. Like, if Seattle is convinced that Kerry Price is going to be healthy, and even if, say, he misses, like, half of next year, right, or all of next year for how much he's making and how long his contract is, like, if Seattle thinks, like, they're going to get, like, vintage Kerry Price for a couple of years, like, they're going to at least consider it. He's born in British Columbia. His wife's from Kennewick. You know, I mean, he's a local. He's got local yeah. ties. Now, again, the yeah. local ties we all bring up here is more in jest, just so everyone knows. It really Ron Francis doesn't give a shit where he's trying to keep his job, but he's trying to build a, yeah. build a hockey team that's going to have success. Not now, just now, but in the future, too. So all jokes aside, like, Carey Price does have local ties, and it would be fun. I personally did not take him here. I don't see it working with the salary cap. I just think to handcuff yourself with a ten and a half million dollar contract on an aging goaltender that could be worth it, but also could not. I just don't think it's worth it. What? It, yeah, it, yeah. I land the same what, camp. What
1: Look, if if it is Carey Price, I'll be stoked. I'll be like, yes, this is we have yeah. you know the, one of the greatest goaltenders alive. This is fun. Right now, I don't think they should do it, and it's the term that scares me more than anything. You know, if it's ten million dollars mm-hmm. for the next two years, it's like okay, so if if he sucks, you know the contract's over in two years. But sure, we got through twenty twenty six. Man, the first five years of existence yeah. saddled to a ten yeah. million dollar contract. That's yeah, that stuff. And it's not like the NFL where you can just cut a guy or something. You're paying ten and a half million dollars for the next five mm-hmm. years. Like that's on your yeah. that's on your salary cap, no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, you never know.
0: So, so who's so who's it gonna be? <laughs>
1: Oh, right. Yeah, so we should talk about some, neither <laughs> of us are picking Bryce. Uh To me, the highest upside pick is Jonathan Duran, 26-year-old yeah. winger. He's already yeah. making five and a half mil, which is probably more than like his his actual scoring output looks like, but the dude's got a lot of skill and just it hasn't quite worked out for whatever reason any place he's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh So, you know, maybe a change of scenery to Seattle, working with getting the right line mates, I, I think this guy could turn into a really, really good, like, top-end winger.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, I remember Vic threw his name out us at the last pod, and we were both like, ooh, mm-hmm. I like that. And I had him in my mm-hmm. mixed draft the whole time I was doing it, but when I was just, like, kind of making cap room at the end, because I, I wanted to make sure in mind I get cast-based, so I had, like, 15 yeah. mil left over. I did it on 66 mil cap, and I just thought at the end of the day, one of the things that surprised me was – how much forwards there were like Jonathan Drew that I maybe was more confident in around the same price range, you know, which is, yeah. I didn't expect to see as many as I did. So he, he ended up being just kind of a, uh, you know, in the war of attrition, he just kind of, you know, was a name that I just was like, I need, I ended up needing to surprisingly go back and get more defense in my team. And so I switched to Brett Kulak. He's 27. He's making less than 2 million for one year. He's an NHL defenseman. Like he, you know, he, he's not going to hurt you. He's he's going to help your team. He could be a flip candidate for someone that maybe wants to, to that needs a little bit more from their D. So, um, I just ended up taking Brett Kulak just for a matter of how, how it went.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I feel like Drew and if they if they get a chance to talk to him beforehand and get a feel for what, what his headspace is like, what do they think yeah. he's going to do when he gets here, figure that out. Uh, but otherwise, Kulak does seem like the pick, especially if you're going D. Um, Shea yeah. Weber is available, got to mention it, but much like he, Harry Price signed through 2026 at $7.8 million and he's 35 and already. He's totally going to miss all of next year because of injury yeah. already. So like maybe into the following year or something still. Yeah, so, so it's not very likely
0: we may have seen the last of him, which would be sad if he yeah. Hearing, but anyway, yeah, it won't be it's Shane not. Weber, but he's he is he is available, he is unprotected. Yeah,
1: so there's another team where there's a, a legitimate forward candidate in Jonathan Drouin, a legitimate defense candidate in Brett Kulak, mm-hmm. and a goaltender in Carey Price, and like a legitimate you, goaltender you candidate. You can't not look at Carey Price, like yeah, you can't of the not look contract, at it, man. So, will won't,
0: won't happen though, folks. I, I'm gonna go. But I don't know, it's, it's very, very, very unlikely to happen.
1: Yeah, I think it's a game of chicken. I think Ron Francis is staring down uh, Julian Breezewell saying, you left Kerry Price available. I, I think I'm going to take him. And Breezewell is going to go, wait, 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 hold on. I don't think you would do that. <laughs> He's gonna know, try and get him get a get a deal. I'll take this I'll take this Druin contract off your
0: hands. You know, <laughs> you gotta sign Nick Suzuki. You gotta sign, you know, some other young players. We'll take this Druin contract off your hands so you can sign those guys, but you're gonna have to throw in Brett Kulak or you're gonna have to exactly. you know, throw in, you know, give me your first round pick next year. You guys are good anyway. It'll be late, you know? Like right.
1: yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that could happen. That could be a side deal. Like the, I'm sure That's they're true. talking that those two guys are are having long you know, conversations for the next few days. You know,
0: yeah, 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 it would be it would be fun. But I just yeah, I just, yeah it's not going to carry price.
1: I don't think so either. Because
0: they also the NHL did say that was one thing we brought up earlier. We mentioned briefly is the NHL did say we cannot acquire him, retain salary and trade him back to Montreal to acquire draft picks from them. That's kind yeah. of circumventing the cap, they're saying. It's more circumventing the expansion draft, which is really good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's move on.
1: Okay. Nashville. Uh, Nashville Predators. Nashville protected five defensemen. Which is awesome.
0: They're the only team to do that. Five <laughs> defensemen, three forwards. Insane. I love it. Uh, they're,
1: I their like top I'm two old centers old. are available. Yeah. Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne. Like we said, center, see, we thought it was going to be the hardest position to find. Uh put, yeah, Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne are both making eight million dollars a year. Uh Johansson through twenty twenty-five, Duchesne through twenty twenty six. So it's expensive. Um, but I don't know. it's very possible. You got you're gonna take on a big contract somewhere, so it depends on what the rest of the roster looks like. But uh mm-hmm. they those are potential contracts. I think both of them are overpaid rather than expensive, which is a, a different different thing. You know, I think mm-hmm. they're good, but not eight million dollars good. Mm-hmm. So I would pass on them in favor of a younger guy in Kaya Croak.
0: Oh man, I love
1: Croak. Yeah. He's I
0: love Kelly Yarn Croak.
1: Yeah. He's only he's only two million dollars and he's he's got a wicked shot on him. I like I like Yarn Croak.
0: Yeah, and he's the guy – he's one of the rare guys that's, like, known for getting, like, shorthanded goals. Like, he kills penalties, yeah. and he gets – he's really productive at killing penalties, too. Like, he's, like – I like a good, like, plus-minus, like, on the penalty kill. So, mm-hmm. you know, Callie Yarncroke, I think, at that price, uh, I would hope we would actually be able to keep him around, and he would, you know, he'd, he'd be here for more than a year because I'm a I'm a fan of his. And uh, I think I think he's for, – for me, he's the obvious pick. There's, he's definitely not. Nick Cousins is out there. Uh, Rocco Grimaldi, Colton Sissons, they're all not that expensive. They're all young guys. There's good depth. Nashville, like I said, protected 5D. So there's lots of good forwards from Nashville, which is probably what we're going to get. Um, but I personally would take Kelly Arncrow because I do kind of agree. Matt Duchesne, Ryan Johansson. Hey, I'll get, like I said, everyone's going to get a chance for me. And if one of them are a first line center, I'll get on board fully 100% behind them, you know, until I have a reason not to. Like I would probably, between the, those two, I'd probably prefer Johansson. What about you?
1: I think I would too. Uh, yeah, to me, it's Yarn croak, and if it's Johansson or Duchesne, we're we're getting draft capital along with it in this idea. Agreed. Because Nashville wants to get, to get out from under that that contract, yeah. and I'm sure they'd rather get out of the Duchesne contract. So, you know, that's
0: true. Yeah, Even more likely, I guess that's true.
1: Right. So we'll we'll see. But... Um, I so yeah, there we go. If it's Duchesne or Johansson, I would like to see additional draft capital or prospects coming along with it.
0: Yeah, there's lots available, and I mean Connor Ingram's a young goalie too. That's that's a good sign for a couple of years of cheap. So if they, yeah. you know, there's, it's not always going to be who we expect, and they might go a totally different direction where they're just trying to save money, and they think, hey, well, there's so many good forwards available in this draft. Nashville protects their top five D, like we're just gonna, you know, grab their grab Connor Ingram and go and keep rolling. So um, yeah. that's possible, but uh, but I think there's enough cheap forwards as well. that They can go expensive or cheap, but I would expect a forward to come from
1: Nashville. Same, yeah. Uh, New Jersey New Jersey Oh boy (laughs) Okay we gotta start off P.K. Subban's available He is As expected I tried to make a fit
0: mine I couldn't do it (laughs) I just couldn't do it Even for one year I couldn't do it
1: (laughs) He's $9 million for one year
0: I couldn't Uh, I couldn't uh, I couldn't convince myself It was worth it
1: P.K. Subban's my pick With my heart You know (laughs) Like I I I just I want to cheer for P.K. Subban I just love him He's got great personality You know he's fun to to hear interviews with, you know, he's not, he'd be
0: so much fun.
1: Yeah. He'd he's not so as, as robotic fun. as your typical hockey player. When, when he's talked to during his interview. So, uh, I don't think the pick will be PK Subban, but the possibility is there. And if it is, I'll, I'll get off. I'll, I'll easily get excited about it.
0: PK Subban used to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. He's not quite as strong anymore. And $9 million is a lot of pay for fun for one year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If PK Subban was the pick,
0: I would. It would tell me that. Like, and there was no trade involved. I would be like, "Oh, this is the one that ownership said like PK Subban's on the team." (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a
0: good point. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Because I got to be honest, like, you know, nine million dollars even for one year, it's just it's really expensive for him, and you don't want to handcuff yourself to anything that first year. I just think uh, I think it's you know as fun as it would be it's more likely to not be PK Subban, maybe like a Scott Wedgwood. He's a candidate goaltender. Um, Scott Wedgwood is definitely, definitely a goaltender candidate. I, I, I consider taking, I ultimately settled on Nathan Bastian, a uh, 23 year old forward signed for two more years at only 700,000. Like um, again, low risk, high upside. He can kill penalties for you. You can play on your fourth line. You can start in the minors, uh, but you know, you can definitely turn into, turn into quality, quality talent on your team. So that's who I, who I ended up pulling the trigger on. Did you take PK in yours?
1: No, I did not. Uh, first off, Bastion is the forward I looked at him or Nick Merkley, uh, the pending RFA. Yep. Both young, a upside. A those are the upside picks. Uh, but I ended up going with defense here because defense was is getting tougher to come by. Not PK Subban. I took Will Butcher, twenty-six okay. year old defenseman, three point seven million for a year. You know, one of those sort of medium cap hits for a, a very NHL caliber defenseman that for can sure. you know maybe play on your second pair there. for sure and again
0: a lot of these guys you know with these defensemen depending upon who we like and who we don't they're all flip candidates too like defensemen for one year in that price range like we might end up with you know you know six or seven of those guys in addition to our top pair that it's like hey we can't obviously like these guys aren't minor league players they're gonna you know so i can see will butcher being a flip candidate too
1: yeah i agree with that so i landed on will butcher there we go otherwise it's an upside forward yeah yeah Okay.
0: You know, from the next team, you know who I, you know who I, we wanted to take, right? You might, you you wanted to take the same guy. I Wanted to take, you couldn't do it, but you wanted to, right? No,
1: yeah, yeah. My Funderburg. heart told me, <laughs> who's your head? It's Thomas Hickey. Thomas Hickey. Like, Thomas it, Hickey. You We love Thomas Hickey. Gonna on Thomas Hickey. It's not going to be Thomas Hickey. It's not going to be
0: Thomas Hickey. Two and a half mil, one more year. It's just, he hasn't, he he just came back for a couple games last year after a couple years off. Like, it's not going to be Thomas Hickey for a multitude of reasons, but like, I saw that name. It just warms my heart. Like, we love Thomas Hickey.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, New York feels like it's definitely a forward.
0: Yeah, it's got to be. This is like a top six forward candidate.
1: Yes. So, somewhat of a surprise. They left both Jordan Eberle and Josh Bailey available. Two wingers. Yes. Both with about five million dollar cap hits through 2024, very similar, man. They're both 31. That's kind of crazy. So I, yeah. don't, I don't know which I want, but you know, I'm I'm ready to spend a little bit with with the Islanders. I also think the Islanders might be trying to, you know, get a, out of their little cap crunch they're in. I don't know how how much that yeah. because they got rid of the Andrew Ladd trade as we talked about earlier, giving him to Arizona, yeah. giving up a bunch of picks. Um, but they're still trying to sign Boville and mm-hmm. uh, Adam Pellick on D. So they're still, they they need to make a little more room. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we should just take Jordan Eberle or Josh Bailey, but I also wouldn't be surprised to see a little incentive to take on one of those contracts too, you know, like yeah, like from Lou Lamorello sending us, you know, Hey, take one of these guys, either one, I don't care. And we'll give you a, a third round pick. If they got any picks left, that is.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see them, you know, they could be trying to free up room to go take a run at like uh, you know, Tarasenko or Landeskog or you know, trying, yeah. you know, they're trying, like, I mean, Jack at Eichel. the end of the day, the calendars have have gotten to the conference finals the last two years and lost to Tampa Bay in six and seven games. They've played Tampa Bay as good as you can play them. Uh, they've given them better matchups than the finals has given them both years. So, like, they have shown, they've, in theory, you could say, they're this, they've been, like, the second best. You know, they've been as close as you can get to winning it all the last two years without winning it. So, at a certain point, it's like, okay, how do we beat Tampa Bay now? Like we're confident we can get there, but how do we, how do we get over the final hump and get over and get past Tampa Bay? And, you know, they might want to trade out one of those $5 million contracts along with Andrew Lads to go throw a bunch of money at somebody else. So I agree with you. I think it's going to be Jordan Everly or Josh Bailey. And I think it's going to be a matter of who MRO letting us pick to also make him have to give up less. So we at least get, you know, somebody we want more than the other, uh, I think it's very likely a trade candidate and we're going to get one of those two. It's interesting. They trade; they acquired Richard uh, Ponick and he's yep. available and he's 30 years old and only 1.4 mil. And obviously he doesn't have the offensive production that Josh Bailey and Jordan Everly bring, but he brings depth scoring and he brings a good guy to fill out the bottom six of your lineup. And, you know, depending upon where we are looking to spend our money, you know, some of these guys could have been making trades to bring in people to get picks so they can keep their, their team together. You know, it's like you take Richard Ponick and I get to keep my team together. It could be the opposite. Lamaro doesn't want to lose anybody, so he's acquiring somebody to give us with draft capital to avoid taking those guys. You know, I I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. We'll see. Um, to me, I, I'm taking Jordan Iberle. That's who I picked. Me too. I'd be fine with Josh Bailey too. But, yeah, uh,
0: I, I, you know, another name also I would like to throw out there is former winner hockey for Bellows. Uh, yeah, 23 years old, restricted free agent, plays center, uh, very very high upside, very like good skill level. He's a he is a he's a guy that we could. We could be counting on to build build around the future with so Kiefer Bellows being there. Um, that's nothing to that's that's that that's that's the name that I would I would be totally fine with ending up with.
1: Yeah, that's who I had before we we got the protected list was Kiefer Bellows. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's, and then the only other name I've heard too thrown out is the defenseman Sebastian Aho. So not the good Sebastian Aho from Carolina, but the like <laughs> fringe NHL defenseman Sebastian Aho. Yeah. who's getting sent up and down. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not super interested in him, but I, I, you know, with the, with these forwards available, I, I go forward from, from the Islanders, but it's that is sure a name gotta I've be heard f- thrown out there.
0: Yeah. It's for sure got to be a forward though. I agree. I like uh, and I forward. do agree. Everly or Bailey and a trade. I feel like this is one where if I had to guess a team at a trade, this might be the most likely one where I would feel like that's, that's sort of the deal here.
1: Yeah. All right. The other um, New York team. Yeah. The Rangers. Um,
0: yeah. What do we, uh, let's see who we got here. Oh Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's
1: not too many options here. A um, lot of the best like Rangers lit- are exempt from the expansion draft, you know? Yeah,
0: they're a very young teams, so their list yeah. is a lot shorter. Um, they acquired Barkley Goodreau, who's an free agent, so that's interesting.
1: Yeah, I've heard teams want to offer him a six-year contract. It's crazy, man. I would not give like Barkley Goodreau was really good it's crazy. for Tampa, but it's crazy. I'm not going to sign Barkley Goodrow um, for what he's going to command.
0: Yeah. <laughs> To me, I don't know. To me, it was obvious. To me, like I, Colin Blackwell as a good young center. Well, he's not that yeah. young, but he's a good depth center. He's an NHL player. Like Colin Blackwell, to me, it, for one year, seven hundred twenty-five thousand, like that, to me wasn't. To me, this was kind of an easy choice. Like I thought about uh, taking
1: Julian you know, Ga- Ga- Gosh. Yeah, not really anybody else. Honestly, like, I don't
0: think it. Yeah, I mean, who, yeah. who 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 did you who did you go with here?
1: I took Blackwell too, but I thought about uh, A. The yeah the other uh young forward he's only 23 so that's even more upside i guess uh but yeah, blackwell yeah. i think is you know what you're getting you're getting a legitimate you know maybe bottom six third line center yeah and I'm yeah i just felt
0: like it's a safer pick here in
1: this one and there wasn't a, whole lot, to a lot of from, money there so, yeah. yeah not a ton to talk about from the rangers
0: And speaking of not a ton to talk about Ottawa Senators,
1: (laughs) Jesus. The (laughs) Ottawa Senators.
0: So Matt Murray is available. It is what it is. He's six and a half. He's over $6 million for three more years. He's 27 and he's coming off his career worst years. And he looks like he's getting worse every game he plays. So no thank you on Matt Murray. Yeah, uh, Joey Decor is an interesting young goalie for two more years of 24 that has some upside that has some potential to step up and get better and better so Joey DeCord is a name to keep an eye on for as far as goaltenders go I ultimately uh, took defenseman Joshua Brown on my team um, 27 only making a million dollars for a year um, I just I didn't want to quite spend on the forwards that were available from this team what about you?
1: Yeah uh, the, the big name that that was Possibly protected, but is isn't is Evgeny Dadenov. He had he had a tough year last year, not scoring, uh, and he makes five million dollars a year, and he's thirty-two. I think yeah. he's better than he was last year. He was playing on a really bad Ottawa Senators. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but I still don't think he's five million dollars good. So I'd yeah probably steer clear of Dadenov. Uh, just because as we've talked about already, there's a lot more really good forwards available than we maybe thought there were going to be. So yeah. I, I go with the goalie. I go with Joey Decord. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a lot of upside. Put him in the AHL for even a whole year, and we'll see where that goes, depending on who yeah. our other goalies are, if we got guys that are on expiring contracts or older. Um, he's a guy that showed a lot of promise, and he got some NHL time and looked like he could handle it. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, cap space.
1: Go with the goalie here for me. I'd, I'd be fine with
0: Joey Decor. I'd be fine with Joshua Brown. Like I said, obviously that's what I ended up taking in mind. But uh, you know, yeah. the, the forward. I would hope we would if we ended up going forward here. I would. Uh, I would. I would be okay with Chris Tierney. He's twenty seven and plays center, and he gives you depth there. So he's. He's a little more than I'd like to pay at three and a half million, but it's only for one more year. So, you know, if you're looking to fill out your NHL roster next year and have him, you know, center for, you know, your third or fourth line, you know, like to start the season and, you know, another flip candidate, maybe he thrives on a a new role and maybe we trade him or maybe we sign him, you know, maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate Chris Tierney, but, uh, but I ultimately prefer to save some money here.
1: Yeah. I think we can find a Christiani for a million dollars elsewhere. Agreed. Rather than Agreed. his three point five mil. Like, you know, Colin Blackwell from the Rangers that we just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. But I'm just, you know, it's that it could
0: be it could be it could be out there, you know, and it's also, you know, if Ottawa wants to throw some money, take on one of those contracts, you know, maybe we get some draft capital from it too or a young prospect with it.
1: Yep. Okay, let's get to a real fun one here. Ooh. Oh, Philly. it's the Philadelphia Flyers.
0: Now we're now we're kicking again.
1: We got choices here, man. The Flyers. this, so a, they, this is a tough one. Yeah, this is so a tough a, one. They were part of a big three-way trade in right, yes. right before the roster freeze on Friday, and it looked like that they had managed to hang on to James Van who who is a frequent Kraken pick because they they who did they trade away? And Tyler um, Pitt, they like, traded away Philip Myers and Nolan no. Patrick. Nolan Patrick, sorry, Nolan, Nolan Patrick. Uh, so they traded away Nolan Patrick, so now they had an extra forward spot to protect, and it looked like they might use it on James Enrymike. They did not. They instead used yeah. it on Nicholas Kubel, who is uh, the the young upside. Everyone thought for, we were gonna, and everyone yeah. thought
0: we were gonna get him because yeah. that they trade. They're like, well, now they'll protect Van
1: Riemsdyk. We'll get Kubel. Yeah. So not so like fast. Got, I feel like we gotta spend on Philly, like. <laughs> You know, this seems like an
0: obvious, actually big contract to take on because it's productive yeah. players. It's not like players. Yeah. End. To your and you said, it, I think that's such a great thing you said earlier is like overpaid and expensive. Like these guys are expensive. Yeah. yeah. These guys are expensive, but like they, you know, they're, they're going to be on your first line. So like Jason like isn't flashy. He goes to the front of the net. He gets dirty goals, but you know what? He's got good hands, soft hands, and he has a good shot and he, he puts the puck in the net. And we need to score James 25 Rees-like, goals
1: for like almost guaranteed
0: we know he's going to put the puck in the net and if he's on your top power play unit, he might even get 35. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, James and like, is going to score goals for your team. So that, that to me ultimately as one of those names where like, we just saw more guys that we could get. And I just, yeah, ultimately that's who I ended up taking was because Voracek is, he's 1.2 million more for an extra year. Um, so he's 31. These guys aren't like terribly old. They're going to only be a couple more years. I think they're going to be worth their contracts for a couple more years. I think either yeah. of them are fine to take, but I think the really debate I was having was not only between those two, but also there's, there's some, there's a couple good defensemen that I would be interested in taking as well for a little bit less salary.
1: Yeah. If you want the, like the one, the cheapest option I see from Philly, that's actually a legitimate choice would be Justin Braun right at 1.8 million for another year. It's I mean Robert hag too NHL.
0: he's half the, he's even he's younger dude robert hag is twenty
1: six yeah. but anyway, keep going yeah justin braun, but but then uh but more than Justin braun, I'm interested in Shane Goss bear I know you love the ghost I love ghost the, the ghost bear, you can spell yeah. his name with emojis, yeah,
0: <laughs> uh Shane gos bear
1: this guy scored like twenty goals his his first full year at n h l right yeah. Hang on, sorry about the dog with the squeaky toy in the background there. <laughs> uh, so Gossip is like a man. very a big day. She's excited too. Uh it's a very like he's a very offensive minded guy. He's a guy who might play on your mm-hmm. third pair and first power play unit, you know? Yeah. Uh, yep. So he also played under Dave Hackstall, our our yep. now coach. And Dave Haxtell yeah. like, was his coach when he scored all those goals. He was also his coach mm-hmm. when he benched him and made him a healthy scratch a, a lot, like the following year. So I don't know what mm-hmm. their relationship is like. I'm really interested to see. Uh, yeah. But Casper has a lot. He, he's fun. He's got a lot of offensive upside. His defense is a bit questionable, and his cap yeah. is 4.5 million, which is very middle of the road. hard Hard to say he might be yeah. overpaid, but I don't know. I think he he could potentially score a bunch of goals as a defenseman. Yeah. Is that who you ended up taking in yours? That's who I took. That's who I took. Yeah, in. No, no, man. He's had good. He's been a little up and
0: down. Like you said, a little inconsistent defensively, but at the end of the day, like offensive defensemen are fun to have on your team. So I would love, I would love ghost of Spare as the pick. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it at all. Uh, me personally, just like proven goal scoring that you have a front of war checker van Riesdyke, I would prefer to take one of those two. Um, I think it just, I think it's a salary that's going to be worth it. I think it's a big contract you can take on for just a couple of years. And ultimately, I think James and Reims I get at that price for two more years. I think it's every bit worth it to go through on here as your first line left wing. So that's who I ended up settling on. But say, yeah. yeah, we we both kind of expect to see a pretty exciting name from Philly, honestly.
1: Absolutely. Oh, and so before the protected List came out, I had James and Reims, like as my pick, too. Uh, and I only switched because... By the end of my draft, like I needed more defensemen and I had a lot more goal-scoring wingers than I, I thought I would have had. Yeah, yeah. So so I was like, yeah, oh, this like is a great way up, to save, uh, save some money. I saved like $4 million. Yeah, bucks like,
0: like earlier when we talked about Montreal, I ended up dropping Drew in for Kulak because I wanted to make room for JVR and right. I kind of, yeah, like we both made you know, you, you, you shuffle as you go. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All these things are possible.
1: Billy's um, really, going to be let's, fun let's, one though. Let's stay in Pennsylvania. <laughs> let's do it let's go over to pittsburgh that's i don't know if it's east or west of, of philly honestly i think it's so west. pittsburgh
0: pittsburgh has some west, interesting forwards there's some interesting forwards here yeah
1: yeah i, don't yes. know. I have no idea i have no idea this isn't a geography podcast sorry i forgot no sorry yeah uh man. jason zucker's a, a big name
0: he's yeah that's wing. a big name that's
1: available he's got a 5.5 million dollar cap hit um, Two more
0: years, not not terribly long. This is another one uh,
1: before the rest of the list came out. I would say maybe, but yeah, I I, I don't I think I think Jason Zucker's overpaid. I don't think he's just expensive. Yeah.
0: I think I'd rather take Bailey Ripperly than Jason Zucker at the end of the day for the same price. You know? Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. Like I like Phil the, the Islanders, way. you know what I mean? Like that's
0: exactly like that's that's where I came down to. So I thought about Brandon Tannen. He's a couple years longer. Three point five is kind of expensive though for like a penalty killing fourth line guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's a good yeah. one. He could be like that on like a Stanley Cup winning team. Don't get me wrong, but I just, you know, eh, I didn't, I, w- I wasn't crazy about that. Sam Lafferty's a young player with upside that, uh, that only has a year left and less than a million dollars. So he's also, also an option. Um, I ended up, I was a little nervous about it cause he doesn't have a whole lot of, uh, he's been playing on there. I feel like Marcus Pedersen hasn't had a whole lot of time yet. And he's got a small sample size a little bit, but he's on a big contract, 4 million until 2025. But uh but I took a chance and I I took Marcus Peterson to be kind of part of my my core D here.
1: Yeah, I went back and forth there. Um I've done a couple of them and I know in one I took Marcus Peterson. Mm-hmm. I think he's a pretty pretty good defenseman. Uh the one I He hasn't had to reason- be like on a top pair yet, you know? Yeah. So it's it's unclear where exactly he fits, I would say. Um yeah. the one I ended up with was restricted free agent Zach Aston Reese yeah so he was on a one million dollar contract he 's not going to be that expensive he 's twenty six yeah. and he he has really good defensive numbers so defense is like hard to measure, but you look at a lot of the analytics uh like shot suppression stats when he's on the ice and things like that he looks really good on defense so if he can play on yeah. your third line and he can kill penalties you know i'm i 'm all about that for, for, for the, for the pri- especially for the price he comes at yeah yeah
0: yeah, no, totally. Marcus Pedersen, like I said, it's expensive and it's a risk because he doesn't, he hasn't really had to be that guy yet. So uh, if you're mm-hmm. taking him at that contract for those years, you're kind of taking him to definitely not necessarily be on your top pair, but be in your top four. To play yeah. in your top four, to yeah. get penalties, to be on, you know, your second power play unit if need be, to like, to set, you know, to be a good all-around defenseman. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit of a risk I took there, but I uh, I went pretty heavy. I had a big focus for me was... I was just too tempted. I, 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 you know how much I care about goals. I wanted to get more goals on my team, so uh, I took chances on defense here to to get more goal scoring throughout my lineup. I like
1: that. So there you go. There's a couple uh, options: forward and defense yeah. from, from Pittsburgh. Could be either one there.
0: Yeah. San Jose traded a. They acquired a goalie, right? They acquired Aiden Hill from Arizona because that's who we thought was going to be kind of the obvious Arizona pick, and then they protected mm-hmm. him. So now their goalie Martin Jones is available. No
1: thanks, Martin Jones. Not. A good goalie. <laughs> yeah. $6 Sorry, million. For a really three nice years.
0: Guy. Yeah. $6 million for three years for a goalie that has been below average is probably. Got, out the of save the percentage
1: is below 900. Yeah. Like you don't even have to get into the advanced stats to really. Exactly.
0: Look at that. Exactly. So uh, there's a fun, there's, there's fun, there's fun names on San Jose. Like I'm, there's a couple local ties.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, former Seattle Thunderbird, Alex True. Yeah, buddy. But I think the more likely pick is the young Dylan Gambrell, resident of Bonnie Lake, I think it was. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I I don't understand how, like, how does a kid from Bonnie Lake in the NHL, but it's awesome to me
0: (laughs) that that's that's the case. And he is actually a legitimate candidate. He is, like, 24 Mm -hmm. years old, good potential, good skill, uh, 700000 for one year. And, like, I mean... I know nobody cares about local ties, but I mean, if you can get one for cheap like this and it's already a good fit, I took Dylan Gambrell because I think it is a good fit and I think it's a good
1: choice. Yeah, I mean, he's he doesn't have a ton of experience, so we don't really know what he's going to be. And looking at the rest of the choices from San Jose, there's not much there. He's the upside pick. So he yeah, is. let's let's go with Dylan Gambrel. I'm I'm in on that. I,
0: yeah, I can see if they if they like Ryan Donato, because, you know, some people do, some people yep. don't. He's in his mid-20s, but if, if we do, because that's the one thing is there's going to be guys that, you know, that Ron Francis and the team really like that we're just, like, not sure why they like them so much, but they do, and, you know, if they could like Ryan Donato as an RFA uh, for, you know, just under two mil for a year or two, so that's also somebody that might get in the way um, that you might hear their name called, but, um, again, I would probably expect to hear a forward here coming from San Jose, ultimately. They seem to have more young forwards and young defenseman.
1: yeah it'll be a young forward to be under 30 unless they negotiate with Patrick Marlowe to come back to Seattle but uh, <laughs> that's, unlikely there that, that's very unlikely so yeah we both yeah. we both ended up with Dylan Gambrell Ryan Donato is to me yeah. Ryan Donato we have more on and we sort of know that he's He's an, he average, two years, he's an average yeah. NHL player, yeah. whereas Dylan Cabral, yeah. we don't really know what he could be. So
0: Yeah, he yeah. could be a high upside guy, and that would be fun for us all to have a Bonnie Lake kid on the team. And I'm sure, dude, how cool would that be for him? It'd like, be, how cool oh, would man. that be?
1: Oh, I bet like, he'd be stoked, right?
0: Of all the players, like, there's probably, like, he may be the only one single person in the whole NHL hoping he gets picked. Like, you can't really <laughs> want to, like, leave your team yeah. and leave your situation. But I mean, come on, man, that would be so cool. And
1: we talk a lot about, like, former Thunderbirds stuff, but there's a difference between playing – for three, four years in, in juniors or, in know, the city in juniors, then like growing up in Bonnie Lake,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, growing up with no n h l team and then being part of the first one in your city, yeah. you know that's the whole other level, so anyway, yep. uh if that is the pick, he better be a player they fly in, and he 's here you know what I mean, we, I would love it, yeah
1: let's go dylan uh,
0: next one is one that I am very excited oh. about, and I hope this happens, I so hope this happens, and we'll we'll get into the reasons why it may or may not, but. St. Louis Blues, surprisingly, Vladimir Tarasenko requested a trade, which you talked about. We didn't consider it very likely. He was coming to the Kraken. They had a tough time moving him before the expansion draft, and I kind of thought they would be more likely to protect him and work out a trade and keep him after, but apparently I was dead wrong, and because they couldn't work out a trade, they were so afraid of what was going to happen with expansion and all the roster moves that they didn't want to be left behind. They left him exposed, which to me tells me a trade trade has been made. (laughs) Like to me, to me, that tells me that I I don't think, even if Vladimir Tarasenko's value is at an all time low, I can't imagine giving him up for nothing. Even if it's just a couple draft picks, I feel like we have to be sending something back to St. Louis in this scenario for taking him, but maybe his medical history is that questionable. Maybe we're going to find out his shoulder is really bad. So what happened with Tarasenko is he had shoulder surgery. He's been kind of often injured the last couple of years. Um, there was a little bit of debate on, you know, the team doctors and his personal doctors and how he found out he got, sur- he needed surgery and he was a little set by the situation. So he requested a trade and, you know, his health is, is the question mark because Vladimir yeah. Tarasenko
1: is as good as it comes as
0: far as goal scoring in the NHL right now.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So Tarasenko, I mean, he had his, his worst two years by far the last two years. He only played in like 30 some odd games, didn't score yeah. a ton. Uh, Thirty, he had thirty-four games and seven goals over the last two seasons, but yeah. in the five seasons prior to that, never scored less than thirty-three goals and had won forty goals. Yeah, a Stanley so, Cup like, champion. Yeah, he's easily the the best goal scorer available to the Kraken like, he's by by far. Yes, absolutely worth point five yes. when healthy. That is the yes. question: Is how healthy is he when he finds his own doctor? Did they get his shoulder fixed? Like, can he shoot like he used to shoot? cuz Yeah. You're only strapped to 2023 with him too. It's only a couple more years of 7.5 mil. Yep. But uh man, if he's healthy, I don't see how you can not take Vladimir Tarasenko here. He's like Yeah, the, I, he's, the, he's the best player available. To me, because of what you said with the contract too, like even if like the doctors
0: like said, "Hey, it's 50-50 on if he's going to like throw that shoulder out again or if he's going to be healthy or if he's gonna be able to shoot as hard as he did, I would flip that coin and hope it came up whatever I called because I think for two years, even if you, you run him out there and five games in, he gets hurt and he misses the rest of the year. And then it happens again the, the next year. And we never really get to see it happen. You know, you know the carrier price contract at 10.5 mil for five years is hard to plan your whole franchise around. You don't have to plan your whole franchise around this contract. You can plan two years around this contract and be set up yeah. in year three to like, you know, it's you, you can totally manage this one like under $8 million. Like he's coming in between James Nan like and Jacob Velardstreck. Like he is mm-hmm. 29 years old and like, I would hope that he comes and has two good years that are so good and he plays every game that we're like talking extension and he's like the franchise cornerstone. Like yeah. my hope is that it was just he was playing injured and that's why he couldn't stay on the ice. And now that he's finally taking the time off and getting the surgery, my hope is that that's what they're, we're going to find out. Like he's ready to roll and and I hope we pick him. Even if we have to in this rare scenario where I think we're going to be acquiring assets from every trade we make, this would be one that I think we might actually give some up. I don't know, but because but I, I don't know though. Weird, <laughs> like it's a weird. Situation. It's weird. He, he he could just be like, hey, we're worried about his health, so we're gonna see if Seattle takes him or not. And maybe, yeah, maybe his health is is that bad, and his shoulder is like he can he can't shoot the puck hard anymore. And we take Sammy Blaise, you know? Yeah, Sammy Blay. Like how you know? I think it's a silent S, right?
1: Yeah. No, but so we talked about uh, Van Riems like being like a twenty-five goal scorer with thirty thirty goal upside. Tarasenko like thirty goal like floor when healthy, you know, with like a forty 50 goal, goal, 40 goal yeah, fifty goal upside. So, yeah, like in a full season, it's a big difference. Yeah. for for half a million more than James and Reems like makes. Exactly, he the just, difference he's is, just, is, is phenomenal.
0: He's just so worth the risk. Like I will be, I will be very sad if we don't take Tarasenko. Like I will be very, very sad if if that's not the case. And I'm also, I'm a little nervous that I think you you might text this to me, but like. He is a trade candidate, like just because St Louis couldn't work out a trade doesn't mean we we never had terrasenko right, so like St Louis is going to be like we're not going to take him for just like you know so we never had him, and if we're worried about him being healthy, we could take him and flip him for for assets that we're more willing to take less than St Louis was because it's not like we ever actually have Vladimir Tersenko on the team, and that is also I think of more likely scenario than I would like it to be. <laughs>
1: That's the most, that's the ultimate roller coaster of emotions that would send us on. And so I I really hope that's not the case.
0: (laughs) If that is the case, they better just like seriously announce it. And it's almost like at the NBA draft where they say like, you know, Scottie Pittman selected by the Sonics, but he's been traded to the Bulls. And it's like, we know as it's announced, so I don't ever get a chance to think it was real.
1: Yeah. Like from the St. Louis Blues, we have traded Vladimir Tarasenko. Exactly. (laughs) For this. Yeah. So I personally Uh, hope
0: we get him and he's on our team for two years. I mean, that's what I hope.
1: Um, I do want to mention Vince Dunn's name. He's a defenseman, he's an RFA, he's twenty-four yes. and he's really good. He's either the top four guy who's gonna be a cheap contract. Like evolving hockey projects him to make yeah, yeah. three million on like a two to three year deal. Uh so yeah, Vince Dunn is the is a defense is a defenseman prospect here if they decide to save some money or they're scared of yeah. the uh the shoulder injury. That's who yeah. that that's who I would go with if it's not Tarasenko, I agree. But I, I hope think- it's Tarasenko.
0: I think we all hope it's Tarasenko, and if it's not, for whatever health reasons, then it'll be Vince done on D or Sammy Blay up front. Yeah. All right. Reigning champs? Tampa Bay Lightning. Stamp The Tampa Bay Lightning.
1: Uh, well, we oh, know they're 18 mil over
0: the Caps, so they got to shut some Caps' face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, man, they did. They decided to just protect four defensemen, four forwards, which leaves a lot of, of, of great oh. force on so, here.
0: So Tyler Johnson has been the most prominent name thrown out that I've seen. And if it is Tyler Johnson, I it will it will be a trade because there are, in my opinion, for the same price, two better forwards available than Tyler Johnson. Agreed. Easily. Maybe even three. Like that's y- Yanni Gord, Andre Pilat, and Alex Galoran too. Like I yeah, think it, mm-hmm. all those guys you know, Tyler Johnson's fun. He's a fun story and he could come here and he could also light it up and find his old form and go score a bunch of goals too. So it's not out of the question, but I think there's so much other available here between Calor and Gordon that Tyler Johnson is probably unlikely unless there's a trade involved, um, which they're very, there could, there could be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're very well could be, they could say they, they need to get under the cap. So they might be incentivized to say, Hey, we need you to take one of our $5 million contracts what's it going to take to take Tyler Johnson, you know, and they'll give us a bunch yeah. of draft capital because yeah. the, the Kraken do have the leverage. They could uh, look like they're going to take Cal foot. Their young defenseman, 22 year old prospect who's really cheap and wouldn't absolutely not help the lightning relieve their cap issues at all. If we took him. Yeah. So they could lean on that to try and get something out of it. Uh, But to me, I would much rather have Yanni Gord. He's my number one. I would be happy with Andre Pilat as well, but Yanni Gord, mm-hmm. He plays the center position. I think he's your your first line center, like game one. Uh yeah. five five million dollar contract, like not that not overly expensive. You know, he's up there. I think that's what he's worth. And uh he can kill penalties and he can play on the power play. And the only reason he's the third line center in Tampa is because he's playing behind Braden Point and Steven Stamkos. Like <laughs> Yeah. You no? Know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. better than that. Yeah yeah so Yanni Gord I can my tell player. by your background that you that Did you're you like a Yanni that? Gord fan
0: <laughs>
1: some good photoshop work my, there my elite photoshop skill.
0: <laughs> um no y- Yanni Yanni Gogo right Yanni Gogo Yanni is Gogo. That's, that's the that's the nickname so for that reason alone I'm in no Yanni Gord is a great player like he's he's stuck behind two great centers and he's you know he plays with uh Barkley Gaudreau and Blake Coleman and uh and they formed quite a line, and I think that's mainly because of Yanni Gord, And I think Blake Coleman and Barclay Gadreaux should send him a bottle of champagne every year when they get their big fat paychecks because I think mean, Yanni Gordon made that whole line better than it. I think mean, I I'm with you, man. He's a I, yeah. he's our first or second line center for years to come. Top six. Uh mm-hmm. power play and penalty kill, lots of minutes. Uh, you know, first first captain candidate. Um, you know, Dan's first jersey. Uh oh yeah. Yeah, no, Yanni Gord is my my hope as well, and who I i up taking here. Uh, Pilots only signed for one more year, and so you know. These guys are, I think, good and proven. I think you would actually want someone that signed for more than one more year here. You know, like Kaloran, yeah. 2023, Tyler Johnson's 2024, Johnny Gore's 2025. Tyler Johnson's the only one that's kind of regressed since his contract a little bit. So he's the only one you could argue, I would say, is under, is, is a little overpaid. Um, which is why I could see Tampa Bay trying to sweeten the pot for us to specifically take him, but I would expect a pretty good trade if that's the case with, with these yeah. names available. Like I don't expect it to be Tyler Johnson anymore at all. I fully expect it to be another one of these names. And as crazy as it is, yeah, you could they they could, you know, play a little game of chicken and bring up some of their prospects. And you may see like a draft, like a mid round draft that come with like Yanni Gord, which is just crazy yeah. to think about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So it's Yanni I, Gord. I hope it's Yanni Gord, draft. dude. I think Andre Pilat is benefit. Like you said, right. Yanni Gord plays with Blake Coleman and Barkley Goodrow and he makes them better. I think Andre Palat is made better by playing with Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point. Braden Point. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. uh, you
0: know yeah, he's a good player but he, he he's definitely needs, good but he also he has definitely has needs to be part of a playing. trio he's not going to yeah. carry a line like i think yanni gord can and uh yep and alice calorn is good depth too so he's a he's a strong player oh man there's just there's there's great playing here and uh, you know what patrick players. maroon has won the stanley cup three years in a row so if it's patrick <laughs> maroon we're going to win the stanley cup next year for nine hundred thousand dollars so maybe that's, that's what you do that now
1: that's
0: analytics <laughs> i can get behind bring 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 the big rig in but you got at least i gotta at least mm. bring that up
1: yeah uh, let's get to toronto Toronto. Toronto made another trade before before the thing. They uh They did. They, they took the likely candidate. Forwards. Yeah, and they took four forwards and four defensemen still in their protection yep. list. So yep. the guy they just traded for from Pittsburgh, Jared McCann, is available.
0: Yeah, which is interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Um I think people kind of expected Alex Kerfoot to be the pick. He's twenty six, yeah. he's got a three and a half million dollar cap it. He's he's an NHL player. I think that he... That's probably a little expensive for what he brings to the team.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but, you know, he he could play. I would personally rather have Jared McCann and, like, not think twice about it.
0: I would, too. And it makes me wonder, like, if if there was, like, a, a trade worked out before they even acquired Jared McCann, where it's like, if we yeah. take Kerfoot, we'll get, like, X. And it's like, it doesn't matter that Jared McCann's available. And they, like, talked to us about it. And they were like, hey, we're going to pick this guy up, and he's going to be available. But we want, like, as long as you still take Kerfoot, you know. And then they yeah. know they can get McCann before, you know what I mean? It could be like, this one I think is a very likely trade candidate. Um, it just seems like it to me with how it all went down. Cause like they gave up a decent amount to get McCann. So it's like, again, there are teams that could want to, like the way we talked about the outers bringing in Pat Ponick, you might want to, in theory, keep your core together if you're confident in your core. And so you're trading for somebody that's never going to play a game for you because you are, that's who see that's who we're taking, you know, and you're like, I'm giving up draft picks to keep my team intact and not lose anyone in the expansion draft. You know what I mean? Yeah. That could be yeah the case. Because I'm with you. I'd rather have Jared McCann here now it's current and now it's Kerfoot. I know Alice Kerfoot plays center, which is nice, but Jared McCann filled in quite nicely last year when he had to get move up to the second line when Malcolm was hurt. And uh
1: yeah.
0: he he, he he when he got big minutes last year, he he produced.
1: Dude, so I actually I so I looked up I looked up a good stat for Jared McCann. So of the players that played at least 500 minutes at five on five there were 437 skaters jared mccann was 33rd in uh in points per 60 minutes
0: damn dude that's 33rd out that's of impressive
1: like really high he was he was like right behind guys like uh um mark shifley you know he was very close i think matt barzell was like 2.5 points per 60 yeah. and mccann was
0: 2.4 yeah
1: so like that's he, crazy he man. produced so. Yeah, see,
0: I'm I'm all in on Jared McCann, man. Like, I would yeah. love if that's if that's available. Like, if that's if there's not a trade here. But I think, I don't know. Like, there's there's Just a lot of like UFA's here. There's a lot of UFA's here that are interesting too. There's like Zach Hyman, um, yeah, Alex Galchenyuk. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple interesting names there as far as UFA's go um, that you could that we could in theory be interested in. Um, you know Adam Brooks is a is a, is a decent. He 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 scored a lot in juniors. You know he could be an interesting name for your you know for scoring depth for if you know you want him in your minors and in case some some guys go down. But yeah, I I I think Jared McCann or Alice Kerfoot are the pick here.
1: Yeah, I was actually kind of hoping they'd try to work out a deal with Zach Hyman before McCann came over. Um, mm-hmm. I think Hyman thinks he's worth a lot, and he's not going to get what he's worth because. Because of the pandemic year, honestly. I think guys are just making less than they expect. So yeah. I, I could have seen him as a as a potential try to get, get that UFA. Uh but no, I just take Zach he- or sorry, i take Jared McCann here instead, guy who's yeah. definitely signed for another year and who's really yep. good. That's where I settled on too. Yep. Um right, as far as def- defense though, they do have Travis Dermont available. I just want to mention his name. They do. He's a that capable would not be a bad man. pick at all. Yeah. twenty four. Really young cheap.
0: defenseman for cheap, signed for two years. Yeah,
1: yeah. So could, it could be, but I'm yeah. I'm more interested in Jared McCann and whatever trade may have already been in the works yeah. for Alex Kerfoot.
0: Dude, Jared McCann could be the William Carlson man. He could yeah, be the forty-goal for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Vancouver, our rivals to the north.
1: Vancouver, uh,
0: so not unexpected. Braden Holtby's there. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even consider him me personally at 4.3 million, even for one year, I know he's 31 and he's still, he is very much, he could very much be the Marc-Andre Fleury, right. Where he just like surges back and is great for the next five years. He's still young enough to do that. I just don't see it happening for whatever personal reasons I have. I don't know what I have against Braden Holpe. I really like Braden Holpe. He's been a fun guy for the caps for so long and he's fun for the Canucks, but you know, he played good in the second half of last season, but personally I was not interested in Braden Holpe. I, uh, I went with uh, with one of the the many many fours they available. I ended up taking Cole Lint here, uh a good quality young prospect that a lot of people are high on. Um he's a uh, restricted free agent for less than a million bucks. What about you?
1: Uh I took Matthew Highmore, the guy that was he was yeah. I believe he's the one that was traded for uh, Adam Gaudet. Yeah. That one, yeah, one yeah. trade. Um, yeah. but honestly I considered Brayden Holtby because like you I was not interested at first and then I went and looked at their available list and I'm just like I am not yeah. all that interested in really any of these guys so yeah. maybe I do want yeah, Braden yeah. Holtby to to be that one one a one b uh goaltending tandem, tandem with
0: Dreiser yeah
1: yeah he, he, he could work in a tandem he's he's overpaid but uh depending on where their cap situation's at you know maybe that works out I kind of hope they could take Brayden Holpe and like get a pick from Vancouver for taking on his contract. So I don't think Vancouver wants to pay Braden Holpe $4 million next year either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially from talking to big last week, it doesn't sound like they're interested in, uh, in doing that. And if that's the case, like if it is Braden Holpe, I would definitely expect it to be a trade. I would be a little disappointed if we just took that contract for nothing. Um, He hasn't, he didn't, he didn't necessarily prove his value to that contract last year. And that's the reason if he did last year, Sure, whatever. Like, go grab him for a year and have him be a tandem to for for a year and go from there. But he did not necessarily; he was not consistent enough to to be worth that money. So, I would definitely hope something else comes with him. Um, there's also Jonah Gajovic. Um, he's a name that people have thrown out there as a young prospect. Uh, Zach McEwen's another young prospect. They're both a restricted free agent signed McEwen for a year. McEwen got some NHL so.
1: time under his belt too.
0: Yeah. So there's there's definitely lots of depth here at uh, at the forward position for for Vancouver. Uh Madison Bowie on the point has played in HL minutes before. Um yeah. he's he's signed on the on the blue line. So there's it's just a lot of young players from this. It's most likely someone's probably gonna start in the AHL team. Um yeah. but you know, there's a we're gonna get someone from them. And if it's not uh if it's not Brayden I should say it's most likely someone's gonna start in the AHL. If it's Braden Holpi, he's gonna be you know, him yeah. and Dreiger are going to be. Yeah, the. the it, it could be Braden
1: Holtby will start a bunch of games, or it's yeah. going to be an, a high upside forward that plays yep. in the AHL next year.
0: And as much as I wouldn't do do it with Braden holby, I'll be pumped if it is because, like I said, everyone gets everyone gets a shot.
1: That's right. All right, move on. Let's go uh, to Washington. Yeah, where, we knew uh,
0: TJ wasn't going to be there.
1: No, TJ was protected. So the dream is officially dead. We yeah. kind of have it's it's been brewing for a while, but yeah, TJ. He's gonna we stay in Washington. What we, about we Alex Ovechkin
0: though? <laughs> oh, we well, gotta take Ovi. <laughs> so 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 Ovi is OV is technically unprotected. We all kind of, I think, agree there's been an unspoken deal that's already yeah. There's a deal that's already a handshake deal that's already happened as far as I'm concerned, and it's the first day of free agency he'll be re-signed with Washington. Mm. Um but yeah, unless we work out a deal with him in the next two days, you know, obviously it's not gonna be OV. Um This is where I completed my goaltending tandem. So last year, uh, Ilya Samsonov, the new starter for Washington, ended up being hurt a lot. He got COVID. Um, He missed a lot of time, and Vitek Vanacek, Stepped in and he played really well. He played really well. He's 25. He's a free agent. He's making 700,000 for another year. So I took Vitek Vanacek. Like I, I, like we talked about earlier with Minnesota and Kapokakana, and I wasn't quite sure. I'm a little more confident in, in Vanacek getting a shot at being a tandem with Dreiser. So I definitely went young and, you know, a little risky on Colton with no proven, proven, a long proven track record. But, uh, but I took Vanacek here, but there's lots, lots of forwards and defensemen. We could go anywhere in Washington.
1: Yeah, honestly, to me, like the forwards, Carl Hagelin, Garnett Hathaway, are they're cheap, uh, capable NHL guys. To me, it's either Vanek yeah. or a defenseman. Uh, Justin Schultz is a bit of a surprise that to, yeah. to be left unprotected. I thought Trevor Zych yeah, would be the unprotected guy. So yeah. Justin Schultz, Brendan Dillon, former Thunderbird, and Nick yeah. Jensen are all uh, they're all available. They're all very capable defensemen. Um, I'd be happy to see any of them here. I took Vita check in mine, in, in mine. I like his upside as a goalie. He proved in his limited minutes that he can play in the NHL. So I'd be excited to see what he can do and he's a cheap option. So we'll go with that. But you know, if the team needs more defense, I'm not going to be mad about really any of these, these defenders.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, I, 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 I'm with you there, but at the same time, like there's 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 lots of good defenders there, and we do need defensemen. But like, I mean, Connor Sheary makes seven hundred thirty-five thousand for two more years. Like, that's that's a pretty good contract for me for Connor Sheary. Like, Garrett Pilon, I think got protected. Connor Sheary, he's on the list I'm looking at. Yeah, is this wrong? I think so. I'm looking at the uh, the cap friendly. Is
1: well, he not on ahead. your list?
0: Do you see Connor Sheary on your list? No. What? <laughs> Yeah he's right here I'm looking at him That's weird Anyway, anyway Then I uh, think Garrett Pelon is a guy Garrett Pelon is a guy That he's He's 23 years old And he's a good young prospect There are he There four the candidates That's right Yeah he did Yeah, yeah. Uh, There are uh, There are good There are some decent Four candidates um, But I do Ultimately Probably side with you It will probably be A defenseman If it's not Vitek Vanacek But I think it Very likely Might be Vanacek here
1: yeah, I really, I'm pulling for Vanacek, but to me, it's it's a defenseman. I was wrong, by the yeah. way. Connor Sheary is available. You're right. Okay,
0: freaking me out, man. I
1: don't Threw know me I'm all up, because then know I will circle doing. back a hundred percent. Connor Sheary
0: is not a bad pick, dude. At that contract, that is that is Connor Sheary is not a bad pick at all.
1: You're right, very much so. Uh, so it depends anyway. on where your goaltending situation's at. You know, if you have yeah. Yeah, so you have yeah. your Carey Price and your Braden Holtby already. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you don't want your Vita, Vitek Vanacek.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, if okay. you're looking for, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I think the ultimately, yeah, defenseman is very likely here. And if it is Brendan Dillon, we got to buy mo to Brendan Dillon Seattle Kraken jersey.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, Merry <laughs> Christmas. These could also be defensemen that get flipped too.
0: Yeah, very yeah, you very flip true. Any of these guys are flip, can, flip candidates from from Washington. Yeah, um, I think
1: we're on the last one. I mean, we made it to the last team. We made it to Winnipeg, all the Winnipeg. way to the middle of nowhere. Yeah, Winnipeg, to so, me, this comes out. There's two names that come down to, win it, to Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. Who are those? Forward Mason Appleton or defenseman Dylan Demello?
0: Yep, hundred percent agree there. Yeah okay yeah so like- i mean nathan nathan, nathan bully you could be picked just because it's one just because it's only a one-year contract and it's cheap yeah um so That's if true. they don't necessarily like appleton or Demello, like you know what i mean if they don't really yeah want to want to take you to those guys but to me at that point you take appleton because he's even cheaper than than bully so unless you're really looking for a defenseman you know um i won't place appleton here um I was, I just kind of found my defense elsewhere. I think DeMello is a pretty strong pick here, too. He's a pretty good defenseman for $3 million for a few more years, so I definitely wouldn't be mad about that. Um, I don't expect to be Bellew. I think he's just another name that could be thrown out there, but most likely uh, Appleton or DeMello maybe, and Jansen Harkins, but probably Appleton or DeMello.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I think I had Appleton first. Uh, it's a Very cheap option, a lot of upside. Could be a lot of fun, but I ended up with enough really good forwards that I switched it to DeMello because I was lacking in defense. And I think Demelo's a really good defenseman for a very good contract and he plays on the right side and you know, there's, there's a shortage of right-handed defensemen. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that's super important, but it does, does play a role for some teams. So DeMello or Appleton to me are the, are the names.
0: Yeah, man. Well, dude, we're going to find out. We did it. We're going to find out on Wednesday, dude. We're going to find out this fucking roster on Wednesday.
1: Oh, man. All right, so oh, which, man. which of the players we've talked about is the most likely to be in Seattle on Wednesday?
0: Yeah, who's who's the who's the lock? Who's the lock on the roster? Who's our lock? Aside from Chris Dreiger. We can't say Chris Dreiger because he's reportedly no, signed already. Um, I'm looking at the team I picked right now because I feel like if they're a lock, then there's somebody that I picked on my team. Yeah. I... Think Honestly, just based off of the options available and the ability to flip the contract if you don't like it, I do think Mark Giordano is my lock to be picked by the Kraken. Whether he plays or not may not necessarily be a thing, but I think of all the names I see, um, I think I would say Mark Giordano is the, the one I'm most confident the name will see get called.
1: Yeah, I, ca- I can see that. Um... I kind of want to say Yanni Gord feels like a lock to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I guess the only thing that scares me there is there is the potential for a side deal to have already been worked out. Yes, for Tampa. So yeah,
0: yeah, uh, Yanni Gord yeah. does seem like the obvious best option from all those Tampa players, though I'd agree. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, you're you're probably right. You're probably right with with Giordano. He just seems like another. Like at, at worst, you can flip him. <laughs> another
0: one that I feel pretty confident in that we didn't expect to see available is, is Max Domi. Like when we, when you look at the Columbus team, they're just, he doesn't see, he seems like we said, maybe a little expensive, but it's one year and he like scores and it's, you know, I think it's Max Domi's kind of, of a lock too. Yeah. 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 Those are the two names that jumped out at me. I think because goaltending there's so many directions they can go, but I don't think any of the goaltenders are a lock, especially, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. Dreiger we've reported is the one I would fully expect, but outside of that, um, I don't think there's any lock for a goalie, so I would probably go Domi, but G- Giordano I think is my 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 pick there.
1: Hey, you know what? Maybe it's Dylan Gambrell. Gambrel. Hey, you know
0: what? Maybe it is. Let's try another Lake. one for you, Dan. I got huh? I got another one for you to to tie yeah. a bow on episode number twenty one. Yeah. Who is out of all the current number twenty ones the NHL? Who is most likely to hear their name called on Wednesday as a member of the Kraken?
1: Ooh. Okay, this is a good one. Hang on. Where's my Where's my list of number twenty ones? Yeah. All right. So I'll start going. So, through,
0: so the candidates, So I see Carson well, Susie in Minnesota.
1: Yeah. I picked him.
0: I see, I see Nick Ritchie in Boston. I see Kyle mm. Oposo in Buffalo and Nino Niederreiter in Carolina. If there's maybe a side deal for Oposo. Garnet uh, Hathaway in Washington. Garnet Hathaway in Washington. Brett Howden in the Rangers is what the Rangers fans want us to take.
1: <laughs> Louie Erickson in Vancouver.
0: Nick Cousins in Nick Cousins in Nashville is a, is a, is a potential. Yeah
1: oh man Um, all right so the most likely for the kraken for the kraken uh, to select i tempted to say niederreiter but but jake bean is just too like he's he's too good of a prospect to take from carolina too that you can't call niederreiter a a sure thing so i'm gonna go with carson susie from minnesota most likely to be a kraken that wears number 21 i agree yeah
0: I agree. Yeah. I
1: think a lot that, of options though, we could, there, there could be a fight. It's for crazy, though. There here. could be, there could this be multiple. I
0: think, I think Nick cousins if we wanted to go cheap, but I think ultimately we like Kelly Yarncroft better. And I think they will too. Mm-hmm. Um I think Oposo, because we heard those reports that maybe we're flipping him or eating salary the first year to get some draft picks. Um I think what Oposo might unfortunately be, be, uh, be kind of the next mm-hmm. one I would say after Susie. Yeah. Nino Niederreiter wouldn't be crazy though. You're right. If they if they no. want to, you know, they got They got to get. They're gonna spend money somewhere. And Nino Niederreiter, like you said, he has performed. He's got the history with Ron Francis. So if Ron Francis is like, no, this guy's gonna be on our first line, and he's gonna be a, you know, it could be Nino Niederreiter.
1: Yep. All right, man. I don't know how long we've been at this, but it's been a while. This has been fun. This
0: has been a great time. We're gonna. Well, next time we'll talk to you guys. We'll be. We'll we'll, we'll break down the roster.
1: That's right. We'll have one. I'm sure we're gonna come back to you. Right after the roster, I, we're going to stay up late Wednesday yeah. and, and probably record or, or and break Wednesday down every single player. After. See how many we got right. Yeah, we, said, man, an, we said enough names. We had to have mentioned all the guys on the roster yeah. at this point. Hey, hopefully, I I sure hope so, man. Even though knowing
0: them, we didn't mention Dave Haxall one time before we got hired. So there's at least <laughs> a couple. There's got to be at least a couple names we didn't say that will end up being on the Kraken.
1: I, I'm sure that's true. All right, I think that about does it for this for this episode twenty one peter forsberg episode
0: yeah buddy shout out to stan makita too pretty pretty legendary number 21 but we'll, we'll go with peter forsberg I'll also give you that true one. all right thank y'all
1: for listening we'll come back to you later this week and we'll take another crack at it
0: go cracking